Welcome everyone to the legendary Gill Coliseum, Oregon State taking on UCLA for the second time this season, trying to defend their win streak, trying to find a, another ranked victory. Of course, Oregon State sitting at number 11, UCLA sitting at number nine. You're listening to KBBR FM 88.7. My name is Brad Whitman and alongside me is T.S. Carney. There's not much more you can say about that, Brad. Number 11, taking on number nine in the nation. Gill is absolutely packed here, Brad. We got fans still filing in. I don't think I've ever seen it this full. I don't know about you, but it, it's, it's, it's packed. The atmosphere is electric already. Um, the game hasn't even started. Just about 10 minutes till tip-off. But yeah, Oregon State coming off a five-game win streak. UCLA coming off a few wins themselves. Both teams haven't lost for quite a while, both to Stanford. But both teams really looking to climb the rankings in the Pac-12. We've got Oregon State third, UCLA fourth. But just, they've been rolling all year, both teams. Very strong sides. It's going to be a great win here tonight, Brad. Yeah, of course, Oregon State as a team have been on an absolute roll. They have been moving through the power rankings very swiftly, as you mentioned, only suffering to that loss to Stanford. That's really been their only hiccup in the last month or so. They've been doing extremely well, but of course, last time these two teams faced off back on January 7th, UCLA got the win 65 to 54. It was a solid battle, a little bit low scoring for both these teams, but an 11 point gap going the way of the Bruins. Yeah, I went the Bruins way at the end there. They were able to hold on for that victory, you know, with a 9-0 run there in the third and then pulling away with the victory. Uh, but both teams are very different than they were then. Um, at this point in the year, Oregon State coming off four out of five in a row against ranked teams, um, wins, of course, against Colorado and Utah schools. Their offense has been heating up. Um, all those games, they, they really weren't close, while the score might say it. You know, they were up against Colorado by 25 at one point, even though it got closer at the end. But their offenses have been electric, and they have one of the best defenses in the nation. And UCLA, uh, you know, 18th ranked in the country, averaging 80 points uh, per game. One of the best offenses in the country. They have electric players all over the, um, you know, Lauren Betts, Kiki Rice, Charisma Osborne. Those players well established on this UCLA side. And we'll see how they fare in this, in this atmosphere tonight. Um, they're fairly experienced. They've been here quite a while. Um, established players. They had UCLA, one of the best recruiting classes in 2022, as now they have Lauren Betts, who was first in that class, Kiki Rice second in that class. So they've been, you know, they've definitely played in moments like this, uh, but we'll see how they fare against Oregon State, who, you know, definitely look different than they did against that UCLA team, and this time are at home. Yeah, kind of seeing those big 1v1s between these two teams mm -hmm. is exactly what we're going to be looking for. Of course, always have to talk about Reagan Beers to Leah von Olhoffen. Most likely going to be looking for those matchups. Beers versus Betts, as it happened last game. We're going to be looking to see a lot of that. Of course, Reagan Beers, Pac-12 player of the week last week, mm -hmm. looking to keep on heating up. Of course, able to help out big against Utah, against Colorado, leading in points. Last time these two teams played, she did have 21, but suffered a little bit in the rebound department. We were talking a little bit about that before the broadcast started. Lauren Betts sitting at six foot seven, has a little bit of height on beers and has really been using that to her advantage in those matchups, being able to pick up some extra rebounds for some extra opportunities for UCLA, and they usually get some pretty good transitions from it. They do, and I think that'll be the biggest thing to look at tonight for how this play, this game plays out. Beers did have 21 points against UCLA last time they played, but she was out rebounded. UCLA is one of the best teams in the country at rebounding. Um, 
you know, third in the nation in, re in rebounding margin, averaging about 16 offensive rebounds per game. Absolutely phenomenal uh, for them on that matter. And something to really to focus on, of course, is they do have more size. Um, and Lauren Betts, Reagan Beers, that is going to be a fantastic matchup tonight. Both, both players have been really strong as of late and, you know, running for midseason Team of the Year awards as well. Yeah, of course, we did see UCLA have a lot of players who really stepped up in that last game. Of course, Charisma Osborne had 15 points, eight rebounds, also with four assists, putting in a lot of work in that matchup. Kiki Rice had 13.6 rebounds with three assists as well. London Jones stepped up, putting up 12 points. Of course, Lauren Betts had 10. And we're going to be looking to see those matchups continue. We'll see if UCLA can kind of stay that efficient with their offense, being able to generate the majority of those opportunities. Of course, we did hear an interview with Scott Ruick in the pregame where he mentioned the one player they were going to be looking to shut down this time was Osborne. Seems to have confidence in Reagan Beers to try and shut down bets on certain occasions, but locking down Osborne, not letting her pick up those points, those rebounds, even those assists, does a lot for UCLA being able to open up the court. So they're going to be looking to kind of suppress her skills in this matchup. Maybe it'll give the Beavers a better chance this time around. You can look at all those UCLA women's players, but Osborne is really the head of the state. Graduate student, been here for years. You know, she re leads UCLA in so many categories uh, for them as well. But yeah, we'll see if they're able to bring it back tonight. We do have our starting lineups for Oregon State. Number four, Donovan Hunter. Number 11, A.J. Marat. Number 22, Talia Von Olhoffen. Number 15, Reagan Beers. And of course, number 53, Kelsey Reese. A very, very solid lineup as we usually see from Oregon State. This is really the starting five they like to go. A lot of height, a lot of adaptability with this squad. Looking to get started early. Yeah, no, no surprise, nothing to change for Scott Craig, even though the players off the bench, uh, Lily Hansford, you know, Tamia Gardner have been playing really well. Uh, but yeah, nothing, nothing to change there. No surprises as they look to you know bring out that same starting lineup they have been doing all year. But both teams really do have a very strong bench, and it's something to look at tonight. You know, some of the starters are struggling. The players are going to come off off the bench. They're going to pick up this game right away, and I'm expecting a high-scoring affair tonight, Brad. And then, of course, for UCLA, number one, Kiki Rice, number three, London Jones, number 20, Charisma Osborne, number 32, and Jella Dukalich, and number 51, Lauren Betts. Dukalich was actually absent in the matchup against ASU, which was the last game we saw from UCLA, and they still won by, I believe, 33 points. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was wild. I mean, they were missing Dulich and uh, Lena um, Rostin at uh, that game against Arizona State. Both players away for the FIBA, well, on a, you know, U20 World Cup. Um, but they still won by 33. When you're missing two of your integral players, I mean, what does that say about your squad, Brad? I mean, it just shows the depth and the pressure that UCLA are able to generate, even with their bench players. Of course, as you mentioned, averaging about 81 points a game. Oregon State only averaging about 74, so they do have a little bit of beat there. Of course, one of the best rebounding teams, as you mentioned, average about, if I'm not mistaken, 16-ish rebounds. Oregon State only with about 10. So as we mentioned, a lot of those rebounds are going to be coming through. UCLA also a very sneaky team when it comes to steals. Average almost nine steals a game. But we are going to take a quick pause. 
for the Oregon State player introductions. When we come back, we're going to get started with the tip-off between Oregon State and UCLA. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, an iced coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic, Chic has, has a place, place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Have you encountered an issue on campus, but you're not quite sure how to resolve it? Maybe you've been accused of a student conduct violation or have a concern about a grade. The ASOSU Office of Advocacy is here to support students and help you navigate whatever challenges come your way. We work with students from their first term on campus to the final year of a PhD and everything in between. We're located in Student Experience Center 228. Feel free to stop by between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, or check out our website by searching for Office of Advocacy, Oregon State. In everything we do, the Office of Advocacy is here for you. UIT Media Hub is your one-stop shop for all of your printing and production needs. If you need a poster for a class or a presentation, we've got you covered with our large format printers. Making a video, taking photos, or doing a podcast for class? Check out our private studios for photo, video, and audio. Don't have a camera or the right mic? No problem. We check out all of the equipment you could need for your projects. Our team of digital media experts also offer production consulting in our studio spaces. Media Hub is located on the main floor of the Valley Library, and you can find more info about our services at beeves.es slash mediahub. Have you ever wanted to share your taste in music with the world, produce your very own podcasts, or learn the wonders of audio? All these and more can be found right here with the award-winning, 58 years and running college radio station KBVR. We'll give you the training on everything you need to know about working in our radio booth and going on the air. No prior experience required. If you would like to get involved, please contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu. Welcome back, everyone, to the legendary Gill Coliseum. We are getting set for tip-off here between Oregon State and UCLA. As we mentioned in the pregame, it is absolutely packed here in Gill Coliseum. Looks like almost a full capacity crowd here tonight. Everyone wants to see this matchup. No kidding, Brad. And even the announcers were more amped up tonight, more electric than I've ever heard them before. Uh, you know, the introductions, of course, UCLA, Oregon State, now working, walking the way onto the court. It's going to be a good one here tonight, Brad. And already seeing the sportsmanship between both these teams, of course, number nine, UCLA, number 11, Oregon State, all the players somewhat greeting each other when they walked on the court, asking how each other were doing. But now we are set to go. Beers versus bets on the tip-off. Of course, we mentioned that height differential there. Going to favor Lauren Betts for UCLA. But tip is getting set. It is up, and we are underway. UCLA going to have the first possession of the matchup. Osborne gives it over to Kiki Rice. Back up to Osborne now down low, looking for that 1v1 matchup. Betts looking to go to work against Beers, gets the pass back out. 
Getting shut down, Duga Leach. She's going to start with a three to try and open things up off the back iron. Rebound collected by Donovan Hunter. A quick stop for the Beavers. Now they head the other way. Like we said, Brad, Betts, Beers, first possession. That's what Oregon UCLA is going to look to attack tonight. Now Oregon State on the offensive end looking for a way through this Bruins defense. Celia von Olhoffen stops short, now getting swarmed. That one swatted away. We talked about the steals in the pregame. UCLA averaging about nine a night. Now from the free throw line, Osborne pulls up. Will sink the first two, breaking the ice here for UCLA. And uncharacteristic of Talia, she had Kelsey Reese right open on the block, but able to find her, and UCLA swarms, swarms and picks the ball, and a great pull up there by Osborne at the free throw line. Yeah, we need to see a very quick, a very efficient offense from the Beavers here tonight. As Beers stops in place, looking for a pass. Some very close guarding. And now another steal coming from the Bruins. Now this pass intercepted by Von Olhoffen, collected by Reese Hunter. Bounce pass, Von Olhoffen for three to respond. Not going to be able to make it drop. Osborne collecting the rebound for UCLA. The Bruins trying to add on here. She's going to pull up for three more from the right side. Bounce off the front of the rim. Reagan Beers able to collect the rebound. Keeps it inbounds. No. Just slid out. Wasn't able to hold on to it. And UCLA going to get another chance. Yeah, Betts attacking the boards. Like we said before, able to just get a little deflection there. And Beers unable to corral it as she steps out of bounds. So back and forth action already. Both teams going coast to coast. Now a chance for UCLA to extend to a two-possession game. Seeing London Jones. Drive gives it back up to Kiki Rice now. Duga Leach back to Rice. Being guarded closely by Hunter. Out to Betts. Shot clock under 10 now. The crowd loving this defensive effort from the Beavers. Five seconds on that shot clock. Osborne pulls up for two more. This one looked like it was tapped away. It was. And it will go out of bounds. It looked like it was aired out, but it Von Olhoffen thought she got a piece of it. The officials discussing, and no, it, they're going to call it just an air ball. So the Beavers will collect possession at the baseline. Excellent defense by Von Olhoffen catching up to Osborne as she pulled up from the free throw line again. And she did have a deflection there, Brad, but the shot clock happened to wind down and hit zero as it was going out of bounds. Oregon State will get possession. Okay, so that will be the official call, a shot clock violation in Oregon State. Trying back on the other offensive side. Donovan Hunter, spin move, goes up with the left, not able to let it fall. Oregon State not able to let any of these field goals go. Their offense being stifled here early. Seeing Betts looking to get past Beers again. Spins, tosses his one back out. Beers playing pretty lockdown defense in the paint. Rice going to let one fly from the right side. Rebound collected by Dugalich. And now the pass intercepted. Reese got a hand on it Von Olhoffen. Taking it down the court on the left side, looking to let Oregon State go back to work. First two minutes, 40 seconds gone. The Beavers yet to put anything on the board. Beers in close, and it looks like it will be called a foul. On, it looks like that's going to be a foul on Betts. I think you did a little hip check there, or grabbing here before she was able to post up. You can see the fans. Clapping Reagan Beers every time she has a good defensive play. They know how big of a matchup that is. Now from three, Von Olhoffen not going to let this one drop. As they did count the basket from Beers. I don't believe that one was right. We saw the personal foul on Betts. We'll see if they take it off the board, but at the moment it is 2-2. Yeah, so I'm sure of what they called there. 
We saw Betts foul Beers before the shot, but they're still, those two points are still up on the scoreboard, so we'll see if that stays as Osborne fade away two. This one aired out, rebound gonna be collected by Von Olhoff and heading back the other way. It looks like those points will stand here, Tias. But either way, Oregon State looking to take their first lead of the night. Von Olhoffen signaling some movement by Hunter. Beers off the screen, Von Olhoffen stops her dribble, running out of space, gives it over to Beers, spins, and she will draw a shooting foul. She's gonna head to the charity stripe for the first time tonight. Yeah, way to attack from Von Olhoff and they're getting the, uh, excuse me, breaking Piers off the pass from Von Olhoff and she's been looking to do that all night long as the help comes from Kiki Rice. Drawn, picking up her, looks like Lauren Betts picking up her first foul. Beers shooting about 6.56 from the free throw line, a pretty solid average looking to keep that going and moving forward. And it looks like they finally do remove those yep. points. Took about an extra minute but so Oregon State back down to zero here, and Reagan Beers a chance to now get their first points on the board. First one is up and good. Beavers cut the lead in half with that. Beers still a chance to tie things up officially now. And she will sink both. Oregon State at two, UCLA at two. 6.30 still left to go here in the first quarter. That's handoff to Jones. She's going to take a long three. This one's good. London Jones. Early dagger from London Jones from way out, outside, Brad. A massive triple there to put UCLA back on top. We'll see if the Beavers are going to be able to respond. Hunter taking it down court, looking to get some space over to Reese now on the left side. Von Olhoffen waiting in the corner. Marat looking to drive, and it looks like it's going to be a foul called on Lena's. Lena Sontag getting her, getting her first time, and she swapped in a little bit earlier for Dugalich, and now we're going to see Rice step out, get her first rest of the night. We're also going to see Betts check out, seeing Christina Walla swap in for UCLA as well as Gabriela Jaquez. Now we're seeing Reese also swap out for Oregon State and seeing Tamiya Gardner get her, her first time. I'm surprised this game, Brad. Um, you know, both teams looking to get their subs in and get the ball moving still. But it'll be interesting to see if we see a little bit more possession out of Reagan Beers now. Of course, in the corner, Marat gives it over to Beers, is able to take the great pass now, gives it back out von Olhoffen to Gardner. Shot clock winding down, and she's going to run out of time. Shot clock violation for OSU, had some good ball movement, just weren't able to get it going quick enough. Yeah, good all, but just couldn't quite find that to me a guard. Shouldn't be able to find that three there. It's still only 5-2, Brad, surprisingly. Yeah, very low scoring game. Both these defenses being locked down early here. St. Jones looking for another way through pass Hunter. Looking to play off the screen, fakes it, takes a long two from the left side, not going to drop. Reagan Beers collecting the rebound, and it looks like a foul is going to be called as well. Yeah, Oregon State so far has done a great job boxing out. Beers there, drawing the foul on the box out, uh, you know, as Iwala tried to get around her, but it looks like they've had, you know, been able to so far establish themselves on the defensive boards. Hunter wasting no time off the inbound pass over to AJ Marat, back up to Von Olhoffen. Hunter to her left. Will call a play from the logo. Looking for some movement. It will be back to Marat. 
Beers looking to set the screen. Marat steps back for three. This one not going to fall. Beers not able to collect the rebound. It will fall to UCLA as Awala gets her first rebound into the right side. It's going to be Jones on another attempt. Rebound picked up by Jaquez. Up front, we're going to see Osborne retake possession, calling a play. The crowd getting louder for this Beavers defense. Osborne looking for the pick and roll. No. Back down Awala. Looking to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Reagan. Beers will find two more for UCLA. Nice soft touch there by Iwala. But so far, both teams' defensive pressure has been absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, it's been a struggle to find points. It's now the Bruins lead by five. Yeah, Iwala only averaging about 4.2 points per game, so not a lot as Von Olof and fires a three. This one not going to fall. OSU on a scoring drought here in the last two minutes, 15 seconds. I've not been able to put anything away since those first free throws, but it's going to be a travel called on Jaquez, and which will bring us to our first media timeout. 4.05 left here in the first quarter. Oregon State 2, UCLA 7. We'll be right back. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists, and what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. At Oregon State University, we have more than 4,000 graduate students in over 80 different programs of study. And on Inspiration Dissemination, we feature the research and personal stories of one of these students each week. But this is not only a show to highlight graduate student research. It is also a resource for undergraduate students and for the OSU community. Learn about what's going on in the labs of Oregon State instructors. Learn how to be involved in undergraduate research. And gain insights about graduate school from graduate students. Check out our blog at blogs.oregonstate.edu slash inspiration, where you can find out all about our upcoming guests and links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Inspiration Dissemination is on every Sunday at 7 p.m. on 88.7 KBVR Corvallis. Calling all planet protectors, earth defenders, and environmental guardians. Are you interested in promoting and learning about sustainability at OSU? Do you want to reduce your personal and communal waste? Join the Waste Watcher Sustainability Club, where like-minded students can connect and take action towards waste prevention on and off campus. We host volunteer opportunities, guest speakers, workshops, campus collaborations, and events like repair fairs. Join us Thursdays from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. in SEC 258 or on Zoom. Follow us on Instagram at OSU Waste Watchers or email osuwastewatchers at gmail.com to learn more. Ask questions, reduce your consumption, demand change, and stay sustainable, OSU. Welcome back, everyone, to KBBR FM 88.7. We're halfway through the first quarter here between Oregon State and UCLA. Right now, the Bruins holding the Beavers very, very well to get things started. Up 7-2, only allowing two points in the first six minutes of play. Yeah, they've been scoring, but definitely a little bit of that has also been just Oregon State, you know, missing their shots to look to get going here. You know, we saw a little bit of this a couple weeks ago against Oregon, um, but that was on the road. We'll see if they can pick up their shots here, but yeah, UCLA, uh, definitely their defense has been really strong. They've forced turnovers, 
creating bad shots so far all night. Yeah, they're creating a lot of low percentage shots. We've seen Oregon State only have five attempts from the field. Four of those five have been from three. They have been trying to take so many shots from the arc. Right now, the Bruins really locking them down. Of course, we talked about rebounds in the pregame as well. The Bruins sitting at eight with Oregon State only sitting at three, looking to get things going again, seeing Dominika Perova in the game now, as well as Lily Hansford, those two getting their first minutes. Kelsey Reese back on the floor. She will force a jump ball and keep possession for the Beavers. Donovan Hunter once again looking to drive for the second time tonight, but unable to get the layup to go off that left block. Kelsey Reese does a great job there to get that offensive rebound. Kiki Rice grabs it and we have a jump ball going to Oregon State. Now we're also seeing Cameron Brown getting her first time in for UCLA as the officials discussing. We will see the inbound pass from Hunter. Looking for a break here, inbound pass. We'll go to Parova driving for the right side. Goes up with this one. This one will fall. Dominika Parova will get the Beavers started, picking up their first field goal of the night. Now UCLA in response, looking to find a way through Rice. Back up front, we do have Betts back on the floor for UCLA. Rice looking to drive to the left side, gives it over to Awala. Now in close, back out to Awala, back out to Rice from beyond the arc. Defense locking down, shot fired by Rice. Rebound collected by Parova. Heading down court now, looking for an early drive. Steps out, ends up giving this one away tried a dangerous pass it's picked up by Hawkes now Rice goes up for two more good move under the defense and UCLA respond pretty move by Rice the little up and under getting that to go Porova getting that offensive uh, just our defensive rebound great job there but looked like she got a little too excited after that first field goal um, and just went to attack and left with nobody to pass to as she was caught in the air Hunter to Gardner, looking for a drive, looking to get past Betts. Up at the left, not able to find the finish. Rebound tap collected by Betts. Back down court, UCLA, a chance to hit double digits. Betts looking for the give and go with Rice. She's just going to take a two from the free throw line. Reese was back, didn't want to guard her, didn't think she'd take that shot. And that's another quick pickup for UCLA, now sitting up 11-4. to four. Yeah, Reese is going to have to step up, up on that, uh, especially after she made that first one. But that's one of Lauren Betts, you know, shots she'll go to, especially when she's not looking to attack quite as much. Now we're going to see a three being put up and put away from Lily Hansford. She connects with her first one tonight, her first attempt, and her first triple. Time and time again, Lily Hansford has been there for Oregon State and so far in this first quarter when they needed a three-pointer. Who else but Lily Hansford? Shooting over 50% so far on the year. Now a three in response from Kiki Rice, not going to fall out of bounds on UCLA as we're going to see a flurry of substitutions come through. Dukalic back in as well as Jones also seeing Osborne re-enter. So three new players on the court for the Bruins. But Lily Hansford in their last game against UCLA, UCLA she only got eight minutes and got zero shot attempts up. Now getting started early here in the first quarter, laying down a massive three to bring OSU back in it. Still down by four. Close defense coming through from Jones. Reese looking for a way through Betts. Gives the handoff to Parova. Running out of time here. 
Finds a little bit of a lane, wants the reverse, puts it up with the right. Paroba with two more. And Oregon State going to be leaning on her. UCLA wasting no time trying to get back onto the offensive side. The crowd getting riled up here in Guild Coliseum. They want another shutdown. Betts, spin move up at the right, not going to let it fall. Rebound collected by Reese, getting swarmed by Bruins players. Gets the pass off. It's going to be a kickball from UCLA. OSU keep possession. Quite fortunate there for, uh, for Oregon State to get that kicked ball as London Jones was coming from behind looking to get a steal there. But Kelsey Reese looks like she hurt her wrist somehow on that board. Hopefully she uh, is fine. But Oregon State's bench, solid tonight. Dominic Perova got the switch she wanted. Bets on her, looking to attack. That's what you should do when you have a 6-7 forward on a shorter guard and with a nice reverse layup to cap off that the little comeback from Oregon State now down only by two, 9-11. to 11. It looks like Reese may have gotten her wrist kicked in mm -hmm. that play as well as the ball. So she was shaking it a little bit. She's still on the court, seems to be all right. So play will continue. Hunter looking to do work, gives it over to Perova, takes a drive, travel not being called. It looked like she took an extra step. Now she regains possession. In close is Reese looking to find a way out over to Gardner. Running out of time here, five seconds on the shot clock. Gardner going to let it fly. It's good. Gardner drains it for three, and Oregon State take a lead. From Tamia Gardner, once again, that Oregon State bench coming through in this first quarter here at Dell. And now Oregon State on an 8-0 run in the last minute and 43 for three in their last field goals, getting more and more efficient as Hunter picks up her first personal of the night on Kiki Rice, but that will bring in Kennedy Schuler, getting her first time of the night, looking to do work from the point. Rice inbounding it to Osborne. UCLA looking to make this the final possession of the quarter. Oregon State want one more big stop. Osborne looking to drive past Barova, goes up with the right. This one not going to fall. Rebound collected by Betts, and it looks like a shooting foul will be called Betts. Able to get a little bit of contact with Reese. She's going to get two shots from the line. Osborne able to go up there with one hand on the ball. Pretty move, unable to get it to go. But Kelsey Reese, the smaller Kelsey Reese, to Lauren Betts as Betts is able to push her way down and get that rebound. And the crowd really disagreeing with that, with that last shooting foul. As we're going to see a couple substitutions here. Late Cameron Brown back in as well as Awala setting to check in as well for UCLA. Seven and a half seconds left on the clock. Bruins looking to pick up some extra free throws here, try and take the lead back before the quarter ends. First free throw, no good. And OSU looking to keep things going. Betts, of course, about a 6.30 free point free throw shooter and she's gonna miss both here this one tapped out of bounds it looks like it will go the way of Oregon State both free throws missed and we're gonna see Hunter check in back for Schuler. so Oregon State six seconds left here to make one final attempt to pick up some extra points they're gonna go to Hunter immediately rushing down court might have to fire this one herself spins and it's going to be a travel. Took a little bit of an extra step trying to get that pass out to Gardner. So it's going to be another turnover here. Good defense by Awala there. Just getting in front of the ball. Uh, you know, Hunter came with the play, looking to go to Tamia Gardner with that last three-pointer, but unable to find her as she 
It's called for the walk. 1.6 seconds, UCLA might just have to throw one up and Osborne is just gonna let the clock run down, but Oregon State getting heated late. A couple threes being put away. Dominika Powerova stepping up as well for the Beavers, now up 12 to 11 at the end of the first. We're gonna cut to a quick break when we come back, second quarter between UCLA and OSU. Tired of the 9 to 5 grind? Looking for a chance to brave the wilderness? The OSU Bird Nerds have you covered. Our weekly campus bird walks are sure to provide the adventure you've been looking for. Join us Mondays at 4.15 outside the Nash Hall Archway to discover the breathtaking birds of the Pacific Northwest. For more information and events, find us on Instagram at OSU Bird Nerds. That was at OSU Bird Nerds. Stay nerdy, stay birdie. Are you always the loudest one screaming Mr. Brightside at Research Stadium? Have Green Day and Weezer been at the top of your playlist since middle school? As a beat reporter covering OSU sports and forever opposer 90s kid, I, DJ Darkstar, have you covered with the latest insights on Oregon State Athletics and the oldest pop punk jams on my weekly show, Sonic Tonic. Airing Tuesdays at 12 p.m. here on KBVR-FM. You won't want to miss this hour jam-packed with nostalgic tunes and captivating trivia. Get yourself a friend and tune in on 88.7 KBVR-FM. Breaking news. Five Pac-12 schools announced departures from the Pac-12 conference in 2024. Whether you're checking in on sports, serious topics, or shocking events around the Corvallis community, The Daily Barometer is proud to be accessible to readers of all capabilities. If you feel as strongly about this goal as we do, we invite you to lend your voice for our article narration, allowing us to reach a larger demographic and expand our stories to those who wish to hear it. If you are interested in volunteering your voice, please email baro.ed.ast at oregonstate.edu. That was baro.ed.ast at oregonstate.edu. With your help, we can ensure the news remains accessible to all. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Welcome back everyone to KBBR FM 88.7. We saw Oregon State just before the break retake the lead over UCLA. The Bruins got started early, but the Beavers heated up as of late. 12 to 11 as we're about to get set for the second quarter. Of course, just being able to knock down those free throws, land a couple triples, and that has really been able to elevate their game here. It has been Oregon State's bench scoring 10 of the 12 points there in the first quarter. All of the field goals made were from their bench. But I like both teams to pick up their scoring here in the second quarter. Yeah, looking for both these teams to really increase that pace moving forward. Definitely going to be looking to see UCLA do that work as we see Beers back on the floor for the Beavers. Now a quick drive from Jones, gives it over to Betts, but she can't hold on to it. Out of bounds it goes, and the Beaver is going to pick up a free possession. Yeah, hard one for Betts there. You think, you know, Jones, they, uh, Beers came over from the weak side off Betts, but Jones should have hit her with a little bounce pass there, making an easy layup for Betts. Von Olhoffen and back on the floor as well. Gives it over to Hunter. London Jones still guarding her. 
on the UCLA side. A dribble stop, dangerous passive on Olhoff, and Osborne almost got a piece of it. Bounce pass now to Beers. Looking to go to work against Betts. We'll just hand it back off to Hunter. Once again, seeing this defense holding tight, but Gardner for three. This one just skimming off the front of the rim. Falls to the wayside, back the other way. Kiki Rice, it's gonna be a clean stop from Beers. Now, follow-up attempt as we see Beers off to the sideline. UCLA continue, and now they're gonna draw a shooting foul, but Beers now on the floor on the baseline, and that is gonna be a huge player. Yeah, that would be a huge loss for them, Brad. Looks like it was five on four for UCLA as Beers was on the sideline. Looks like she was holding her face somewhere. I'm not sure if she got hit in the eye, maybe. Um, nosebleed hit in the head, I'm not quite sure. Uh, we'll have to see off the replay, but right now she's getting assistance from the training staff, the athletic staff. And um, we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, it looks like just getting consoled here by the trainers and head coach Scott Ruick. Had a little bit of a disagreement with the official there as she did head off to the sideline and play was not stopped for at least five to 10 seconds. They kept on playing and UCLA able to draw a shooting foul because of that. They got the offensive rebound as well, um, you know, with Beers out of the game. But yeah, as we, as we said, that's gonna be a huge hole in their lineup, of course. We talked about that 1v1 so much in the pregame. Betts versus Beers and Beers now. We'll see what's able to happen, but we're gonna have to be looking towards most likely Gardner to have to step up. Kelsey Reese as well. Kelsey Reese, the only players really matching her in size. We also saw Sela Heidi in a boot this yep. game. She's not gonna get any time. That's a six, seven player out as well. So Oregon State losing a lot of their height. Yeah, it's won't be too great if Beers cannot return for Oregon State. Um, as Beers there is uh, not quite sure, looking to have trouble. Um, she's looking to have trouble down there on the court. But yeah, without Tila Heidi, Greg and Beers, it's going to be a tough matchup for this team, especially against you know six seven bets, you know six four Iwala. Uh, but yeah, we'll be looking for those players, Rick Kelsey and Tamia Gardner, of course, to step up. You know they've been doing that all year. It's what they've been doing, but it is definitely a different element without Greg and Beers, who they usually have um, her presence available to them. Yeah, Reagan Beers, of course, she averages a double-double every single game. Averages about 18 points with 11 rebounds. Also had the team's leading steal mm -hmm. with 1.2 per game. And, of course, Pac-12 freshman of the year last year. So if she's not going to be able to step up, that's going to take a lot of power away from this now number 11 Oregon State team. As we mentioned, they've been moving up and up through the power rankings in the last month, been doing a lot of work and of course UCLA sitting at number nine gonna be looking to pick up another victory but as we mentioned Beavers able to get back into this game 12 to 11 but Reagan Beers still paused to see how she is but yes still plenty of time left in this game and we'll see if the Beavers are gonna be able to bounce back without her. Yeah and not to mention you know Oregon State's lone player um, in the and Oregon State's own player to win their midseason uh, team of the year award, um, or in competition for the player of the year award, I should say. Sorry. And then for UCLA, of course, they have three of them. You know, Kiki Rice, Lauren Betts, and Charisma Osborne. So without Reagan Beers, it would be a really uphill matchup. I mean, we focused her, of course, a lot on the pregame, but we'll see if she you know, has the locker room is able to return. But 
this Oregon State team has been resilient all year. They've been winning, showing up when it matters. We'll see what happens there. And the crowd cheering as Beer is able to come to her feet. But yeah, it's it's going to be a tough, tough rest of the game if we don't see any more of Reagan Beer's. It looks like a foul is going to be called on Hansford coming out of this injury timeout as we will see Beers walk to the bench. And it's going to be an intentional foul called on Kiki Rice of UCLA. So we're going to see Oregon State get some get some shots. It looks like So I guess that foul must have been on Kiki Rice against Reagan Beers. Prior to her being fouled and going to the free throw line. I I suppose so. It's it's still a little a little interesting to tell. Well, my guess would have been an elbow to the face, as you know, Beers was clutching her nose, I believe. Um, but we'll see. They haven't showed the replay uh, quite yet. Um, so we'll see if they do. I think it's unlikely that they do if they haven't shown it uh, thus far. But Talia von Olhoffen will head to the free throw line to match. You know, Kiki Rice just made both of her free throws. Both, uh, both players, very strong free throw shooters on the year with Olhoffen at 87.5% and Kiki Rice at 86% as Olhoffen sinks the first. Yeah, so I, I understand now. So it was called a shooting foul on Hansford, as we mentioned, mm -hmm. before the injury came through, and then it was called an intentional foul from Rice okay. on Beer. So both both teams get two free shots there, and both teams will sink them both as Rice now heads back to the bench for UCLA. And now Oregon State, again, going to have to work without Reagan Beers. We'll see if they're able to do so. Once again, still nine minutes left to go, and that's going to be a foul, as in we saw Talia von Olhoven shoved to the ground, and that's going to be a foul on Lena Sontag. Yeah, great screen there by Olhoven, but Sontag did not like that as freed up Tamia Gardner, and she just shoves her to the ground there. Yeah, 14 to three, Oregon State still have the lead in this one. Gonna be looking to build upon it here, trying to get maybe to that two possession lead. Hunter stops her dribble back over to Gardner. Hunter, Hansford waiting in the corner, some movement up top. Reese setting a screen. Hunter looking for a lane, going up at the left, looking for the finish, can't let it drop. Reese comes away with the offensive rebound, but it's gonna be stripped away back on the other side. UCLA able to gather another steal. And hearing the crowd not liking another play from UCLA as we're going to see Betts spin, pick up two more against Kelsey Reese. Yeah, I believe Hackers had a travel there, but the refs missed it. She's able to get the ball to Betts with a nice spin move against Kelsey Reese now in the game for Reagan Beers. Hunter looking to get things started. Still a one-point game. The Bruins now with a lead. Reese with possession. It looks like a foul now going to be called on Duga Leach. Had a little bit of a shove there, and we're going to see another team foul for the Bruins. Their third team foul here in the first two minutes of play. So a bit of a physical quarter here for UCLA to get things started. Hunter going to be swapped out for Schuler, and she'll receive the inbound pass on the left side. Von Olhoffen with control now from beyond the arc, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Betts. Looks for the drive, goes up with the right, loose right hand 
And she's able to find two more, bring the lead back with OSU. Once again, Oregon State getting the switch they want with Lauren Betts and Talia Von Olhoffen using that veteran experience and attacking. Now missed layup for Duga Leach, not able to make that one go. Von Olhoffen to Hansford from the right side. This one's gonna go. Lily Hansford, two for two from beyond the arc, extends the lead to four. Beavers up 19-15, UCLA looking to respond. Handoff play, Jones long three. This one not gonna fall. Rebound tapped up into the sky and now off the hands of, it looks like it will be called off of Osborne. It looked like Hansford almost got a piece of it, but it will be Beavers basketball. Yeah, I think Hansford definitely did get a piece of that one. But the ref must have missed it and it will be Oregon State basketball. But Hansford, truly a shooter, Brad. Now at 32 of 63 on the year from three-point land. Yes, he does shoot about 500 from beyond the arc. A very solid record there. Now seeing a little bit of movement in close. Von Olhoffen and Gardner looking for a way through. Shot clock already winding down. Von Olhoffen tries to drive, takes maybe an extra step there. Wasn't called. The layup not going to fall. And UCLA, another chance to respond. Way down court, Jones in the corner being guarded by Hansford. Able to keep her out for a moment. Now in close bets against Reese again, and she's gonna pick up the oh, and nice. one against Reese. And once again, that 1v1 has to be mentioned. Lauren Betts, without Reagan Beers in the game, is gonna be very tough to stop. It is, and the, the strength of Reagan Beers was her size, even though she's not quite as tall. But Kelsey Reese is out, you know, outstrengthened by Lauren Betts. Now, I don't think she had a foul there. I think her hands were straight up and she got the ball, but Lauren Betts, showing her worth again for this UCLA team and keeping them in the game. She knocks down the free throw as well, a three-point transition there, and Schuler getting swarmed by UCLA. This one gonna be back over to Von Olhoff and keeps possession for the Beavers. Trying to build a little solid lead now, and now some miscommunication there between Von Olhoff and, and Schuler as she tried to bounce pass, and Schuler turned her back to it, and it rolls out of bounds. Yeah, Scott Rurick did not like uh, to leave on Olhoffen's gesture there after. Uh, you know, she passed, given a little shrug, you know, why didn't Kennedy Schuler pass that? So both players will sub out and talk that over. We have Donovan Hunter and Dominika Perova getting minutes once again tonight as she had a strong showing in that first quarter. Yeah, Perova looking to keep that intensity up, trying to, of course, step up for Oregon State. Now guarding closely against Haquez in close. They go right back to Betts. She tries to go right back with the left hand, not gonna let it fall. Perova comes away with the rebound, gives it over to Hunter. Perova, of course, two for two from the field. That's her first, excuse me, second rebound of the night. Hunter looking for a way through, working her way around the paint, stops for two, puts them away. Oregon State at 21 now. Bruins still trail by three, as about 540 left here in this quarter. And once again, that same switch with Lauren Betts on her, able to do a little step back, floater in the lane. Great answer there by Donovan Hunter. Osborne gives it over to Betts again. She fires two, not gonna let this one fall. Another rebound comes through from Parova. Osborne has been a little bit quiet in this one tonight. He is only putting away two points. She's one for five from the field. And if she heats up, once again, that could be a little bit of a dangerous look, Parova. Looking for a drive, stops close, fakes up one, now gives it over to Gardner, a bit of a dangerous pass. It's gonna force jump a ball. jump ball between Gardner and Osborne. 
of the jump ball will again favor OSU. Yeah, Donovan Nikoprova there getting caught a little bit in the air once again in the lane, you know, unsure, uh, you know, where to find that pass. But on that matchup, you're sitting with uh, Osborne. Her and Slavon Olofen tonight have just been going really back and forth, really upfront defense. In a way, they've been somewhat face guarding each other, and you're not allowing each other to attack. Um, but both players, of course, are great sisters as well. Um, so they've been looking to do that tonight, even without, uh, you know, many shots. But we'll see if Osborne can establish herself as this game continues. Seeing Brown now in for UCLA, as well as A.J. Marat back in for the Beavers. Marat going to be looking to do some work here, trying to find her first points. It looks like Corey Close is not happy with the, I believe, the possession, possession arrow going to Oregon State. Unless I think they got it last, but I think what might have happened was because of that intentional foul, it might have switched back to Oregon State because it was already their possession, um, if that makes sense, Brad. But Oregon State will have the ball here. Five seconds on the shot clock. They need to find something quick. Hunter driving, trying to look for a way past Osborne. She's just going to lob up a two. And now it's going to be a foul called on Reese. And the immediate disagreement from almost everyone in this Coliseum here, T.S., from, from the crowd, from head coach Rook, even from Reese herself. Yeah, there was nothing there, Brad, but the reason the crowd is booing is because that is now Kelsey Reese's third foul on without breaking beers. You know, Sela Heidi having three just midway to the second quarter is massive, especially for UCLA and Lauren Betts. And it looks like the head coaches and the officials now discussing. I believe that foul would have brought us to a media timeout, but it looks like it will not. It looks like we're just going to resume play here. Media timeout happens about every five minutes when mm -hmm. possession is stopped. But it looks like play is just going to resume here in the second quarter. 4.50 now to go UCLA having another possession. The crowd starting to get loud here for OSU trying to get behind their team. The Bruins looking to respond. Some space here for Brown, back up to Osborne. She's gonna take a three to try and even the score. She will find the bank and ties it up for UCLA. Don't think she calls it there, Brad, but a great shot there by Osborne now on the board. And Hunter taking it back down court for the Beavers, 21 to 21 here. OSU still been able to keep it close, have had a couple stops and now Reese with control again. Betts looking for the stop. Marat trying a in-cut, not able to find it. Reese now trying a drive. She goes up with the left. She will draw a shooting foul. We're seeing a lot of physicality on the defensive end from UCLA. And that's going to be their fourth team foul here in this quarter. Had a couple early team fouls, I believe three in the first two minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Have cleaned it up in the past four minutes, but still seeing a couple of those as Betts will head to the bench after that foul. Yeah, Betts now with two fouls as well, which could be vital to Oregon State, especially with their lack of size now, as we have mentioned. Looks like Tamia Gardner is will sub in, I think, maybe for Kelsey Reese, as she does have three fouls, and they haven't been able to get her out of the game yet. But she misses the first one. Reese still looking for her first points of the night, sitting at three rebounds, but still zero points, has been getting shut down here by the UCLA defense, being forced out. We've seen a lot of, of course, those steals 
come through. Already four for UCLA. Going to be looking for much more. Second free throw up and off, but it looks like it was a line violation. Yep, on uh, Lena Sontag. Went, just went a little bit early there. Um, but the fan, Kelsey Reese, I think she definitely knew it as well. Um, hopefully she can make this uh, her third try now. Yeah, she's going to get another attempt here. This one is good. That one will drop in. So we will see Gardner re-enter. Reese going to get some rest here. And once again, going to be looking towards both those players to try and step up. Of course, now Betts not on the court, so going to have a little bit of little bit of breathing room with her getting some rest. But UCLA still looking to respond, trying to get this lead back in close. Osborne looking for a way through, fade away two. This one's good. Osborne still able to find a lot of success even down low. She only stands at five foot nine, but seems to be very comfortable working through the paint and trying to find those opportunities. She does, and that was a pretty move. Clearly a veteran step back there in the lane. Just had Lily Hansford on her back and able to shrug her off for the easy deuce. Now bounce pass into Mirage, finds Gardner wide open on the right side. She's going to lay that one in off the glass. OSU reclaim the lead, 24 to 23. Osborne for three to take it back, not able to let it fall. And now we're going to see a foul here. That one will be on Marat. Made contact with Jaquez. So fourth team foul for Oregon State. It looks like the officials discussing the impl implications of this one. We will see Von Olhoffen re-enter, but a very late media timeout now is Oregon State 24, UCLA 23. We'll be right back with the final three minutes. Walking back to your dorm or car at the end of the day? Beaver Buddies are here to help. Beaver Buddies is a nighttime safety escort service aiming to help you get around campus safer. It is now operational in the Corvallis campus from the hours of 5 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. during the year. To request a walk, just use the SafeRide app on your smartphone. A pair of Beaver Buddies will meet you where you are and get you to your destination. Stay safe, Beavs. that Community Outreach Incorporated provides health services to thousands of people in the Lynn, Benton, and Lincoln counties? Last year, more than 200 volunteers, including doctors, nurses, pharmacists, dentists, and physical therapists, treated over 2,000 uninsured or underinsured patients. COI also has a clinic for veterans who are unable to travel long distances for care or those who are scheduled more than 30 days out of an appointment at a VA medical center. For more information on how to access COI's health services, please call 541-758-3000, extension 110. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. 
For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Welcome back, everyone, to KBBR FM 88.7. Oregon State continue to lead UCLA, and it looks like as we get back, we paused at that media timeout after we saw a foul come through from AJ Marat. Now it's being deemed an intentional foul. So UCLA gonna get two free shots. Yeah, Marat is not happy with that, you know, saying I was just boxing out. Uh, I'm a little, well, as they show on the replay here, it doesn't look like there was much there. Both players just trying to box each other out, trying to get the rebound. Um, nothing close to intentional there, Brad. But just the continuance of this strange second quarter, you know, far from what we expected. Uh, maybe we did a high scoring affair, you know, 24 to 23. Chibi fouls all over the place, you know, of course, beers are getting hurt, maybe taking a little bit of the air out of the crowd. Um, but they're definitely back in it now, especially with, uh, you know, a call like that. Uh, but just strange events here <laughs> Kill Coliseum. Uh, nothing much to say there as Osborne now at the free throw line for UCLA. She'll get two free ones, and she sinks both. So UCLA now reclaiming the lead, 25 to 24, and we'll get the ball back. Yeah, we saw Coach Coach Ruick also discussing with one of the officials about that call, but either way, Bruins, they're going to get two points back. They're going to get possession back. Haquez inbounds it to Jones. The Bruins going to be trying to use this momentum now. Jones stops her dribble in close to Awala. Goes up to the left. This one not going to fall. Gardner comes away with the rebound. Hunter moving back the other way. The Beavers, of course, looking for a response. The crowd definitely going to get behind them if they're able to find a bucket here. Von Olhoffen still trying to work from beyond the arch. Stops her dribble. Gives this one over to Parova. Finds a little bit of a drive. Tapped out of bounds. That one was off Haquez. Tried to get it over to Gardner. That will bring Sontag set to check in for UCLA. She's going to swap in for Awala. 2.45 left on the clock. Oregon State looking to get this lead back in the corner. Von Olhoffen being kept close by Jones. Shot clock winding down five seconds now. It's going to be a three from Gardner. This one's good. Tamia Gardner sinks three more and puts Oregon State back on top. That was to all to leave on Olhoff and drawing the double, finding Tamia Gardner with the overhead pass. And Tamia Gardner able to sink that three-pointer once again. Gardner shoots about 400% and now another shooting foul on Oregon State. That one's going to be on Von Olhoffen. Now every foul we're seeing the crowd in immediate disagreement. It was Osborne being able to draw that foul, and it's interesting. It looks like Von Olhoffen tried to go overhead of Osborne and tap that pass away. Just a little bit too much contact for the officials liking. So Osborne, who's currently shooting 100% from the line, sitting at nine points, she's going to make a 10 with her first free throw falling in. The first player of the game in figures now for either team. But yeah, Von Olhoffen there, you know, picks up her first foul, but perhaps gets a little bit too uh, angsty trying to get a steal. Now she sinks both. Will tie things up here for UCLA, 27 to 27. Still two minutes, 15 seconds left on the clock. 
pass into the corner. Parova fakes the three, running out of room here. Will give it back over to Von Olhoff, and she fakes the three as well, trying to go back out to Parova. Going to be stopped. Von Olhoff and will reset for the Beavers from beyond the arc, looking for some movement. Now looking for a drive herself, still being kept short. Marat trying to set the screen. Now Marat looking to go to work. She pulls up for a fadeaway two. This one's good. AJ Marat, her first points of the night. Last game against UCLA, she was 0 for 7. Now answering back here, three immediately being thrown up. Offensive rebound collected, and another shooting foul now again. And now it's going to be a technical foul on Scott Ruick. He threw his hands up in disgust with that shooting foul, and the official immediately gave him a tech. Scott Ruick not happy that AJ Murat. Actually admitting to that foul, Tamia Gardner is not happy, hedging the crowd on, throwing her hands up, um, saying the room, I'm surprised you know, she hasn't been teched as well. And the crowd in absolute disarray, getting so loud for this one. First free throw is missed, and the crowd immediately erupts. But as you mentioned, it has been a very odd second quarter between these two teams. We've seen intentional fouls, we've seen technical fouls, and Oregon State still somehow <laughs> are managing a 29 to 28 lead. I'm not quite sure how, Brad. Oh, you think, you know, nothing really has been going their way. And the UCLA continues to keep taking these leads, actually all off these free throws. Um, as Osborne heads back to the line now for the technical shots. Yeah, we saw Sontag. She got two shots after the shooting foul. And now Osborne, she gets two shots off of the technical. So four free throw opportunities. Three out of the four will be put away and UCLA retains possession, so they will finally build themselves a lead, of course, now sitting at nine points in free throws. So we'll see the Bruins keep possession, a chance to extend the three or three or four point lead here as Beavers, it's, it's been a flurry of calls. It's been a very, very confusing quarter to get us underway. Oh. And another strange call there as Jones on the, on the pass, it looks like she stepped over the line to pass the ball in, and Oregon State will get it side out. But just unusual mistakes. You know, maybe this heated atmosphere in Gill definitely playing a role, Brad, uh, I would say, as once again, you know, it is packed here in Gill. The crowd is noisy. Uh, just uncharacteristic mistakes and plays done by both, uh, by either side. Cameron Brown on the floor in place of London Jones. Parova. Looking for a way through a foul is going to be called here. That one is going to be on Lena Sontag. And with the bonus active, we will see Powerova get two shots from the line. She's currently shooting two for two from the field as Jones will re-enter now in place of Sontag. Sontag picking up her third. Now which one of you after turning, uh, you know, from playing for Germany? Um, with picking up her third foul and going uh, to the bench as Jones comes right back in for her. But Dominique Prova once again having in effect drawing another foul um, heading to the free throw line uh, as she misses her first. Yeah, has, hasn't had a lot of free throws here this mm. season. She shoots about eight, 800 from the free throw line but has only had, if I'm not mistaken, 25 attempts on the season. That making it 27 as she 
sinks her first. And now UCLA looking to head back the other way, 30 to 30 here, but a little over a minute to go. Jones gonna connect with two more to get the lead back for the Bruins, but the pace really picking up now with Oregon State Hunter. Takes it past half court with a lot of speed. Now looking to set up. Marat on the left, Parova in the corner. Gardner looking for a screen. We see Hunter fall to the floor, but she kept her dribble going. Parova still being kept out. Now Marat, this pass tipped away, and a foul is going to be called. Very fortunate for Marat. Tried to force it into Tamia Gardner, playing that kind of Reagan Beers role in the middle, trying to stab herself at the elbow. Uh, but she was triple teamed. Uh, Marat probably should have gone elsewhere, but fortunately for Tamia Gardner, she was fouled um, on that pass from AJ Marat, and she will head to the free throw line. A very good free throw shooter on the year, as is most of actually both teams. Uh, both teams shooting around 75% on the year. But as AJ Marat gets subbed out, um, having a great effect so far, especially with beers and players you know, on the bench. She's been solid tonight, Brad, for sure. Yeah, Lily Hansford back on the court for the Beavers, of course, shooting two for two from three, adding on a quick six points, looking to kind of keep that up in the final 50 seconds of play here. And this free throw up and good as well. 32 to 32, UCLA gonna be looking to pick up some more points. Quick drive, this one kept inbounds. Jones looking to get past Hansford, finds a move from right to left, able to find a solid finish there, UCLA reclaim the lead and Oregon State looking to respond. Hansford waiting in that left corner, Von Olhoffen looking to do work, trying to shake off a defender there. You see Von Olhoffen slowing down the pace, Gardner up front, able to shake off one defender. Hansford looking for a way through the crowd, looking for a foul there against Jones. Now in close, another miscommunication on the pass. This one between Gardner and Von Olhoffen. Gardner looked for Von Olaf and she turned away to drive. And that one just thrown out of bounds. So UCLA gonna have the final possession of the half. 34, up 34 to 32, Osborne looking to make this one count. Running low on time, three seconds to go. Osborne might have to take it herself. She's running low on time and it will wind down. That will mark the end of the first half. UCLA able to hold on to that lead. I mean, once again, intentional fouls, technical fouls. We saw Beers as well having to exit the game on injury. And now we'll have to see if OSU gonna have to play the rest of this game without her. Once again, UCLA 34, Oregon State 32. We're gonna take a quick break, then we're gonna come back, do a quick halftime show, and then get back underway with the second half here between UCLA and OSU. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, an iced coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Chic has a place for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media, at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. 
engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. He's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in a time of need. Because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course. He's fighting and riding and riding on his horse. He's going the distance. Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and plotting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns Cause he's going the distance all line dances. Whether you're new to the range or it ain't your first rodeo, you're invited to the Philomath Country Line Dance. Join fellow beginning to advanced dancers at Mary's River Grange in Philomath to unleash your inner cowboy. Experience DJ Luke Coomer's tunes as you meet new people and improve your coordination. The party begins on Friday, November 3rd from 7 to 10 p.m. and will continue monthly every first Friday. Concessions will be available and tickets run from $5 for adults to $4.18 and under. Yeehaw! Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747.
Did you know that Community Outreach Incorporated provides health services to thousands of people in the Lynn, Benton, and Lincoln counties? Last year, more than 200 volunteers, including doctors, nurses, pharmacists, dentists, and physical therapists, treated over 2,000 uninsured or underinsured patients. COI also has a clinic for veterans who are unable to travel long distances for care or those who are scheduled more than 30 days out of an appointment at a VA medical center. For more information on how to access COI's health services, please call 541-758-3000, extension 110. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. To KBVR FM 88.7, we are here with our halftime show for the Oregon State versus UCLA game right now. UCLA up 34 to 32 at the half, and what a chaotic finish to the half it was, Diaz. Yeah, it was just crazy finish to that first half. Uh, really, everything was happen, happening here at Gill Coliseum. But UCLA lead by two, uh, only two, I guess, in a way. 34-32. Uh, There's really been some back and forth action with a lot of interruptions, so it's been hard to tell as to who has been able to establish um, that flow. You know, neither team able to really pull away, establish that lead. As every time it seems one team gets momentum, uh, it's canceled out by you know a foul or a technical foul, an intentional foul. Uh, really everything, Brad. Uh, but for Oregon State, of course, with the Reagan beers being hurt, that'll be you know a big talk of second half. I don't think she will be able to return. You know, we'll have to see. Um, but without her, Oregon State has had some players, you know, been needing to step up. And they've done that so far enough in this first half. But in the second half, they will definitely have to you know, step up more. You know, Beers was out for a lot of the second quarter. But, you know, we've got two more quarters to play, Brad. Um, and the usual players, you know, Tamia Gardner, you know, Lily Hansford hit a couple threes. They've been stepping up. But I think it's going to need someone else here. You know, even A.J. Murat was getting going a little bit. But I think it's going to need you know, someone else to get going, maybe to leave on Olhoffen. You know, her veteran presence has been very clear tonight. Um, you've definitely been, been able to tell that, you know, during all the stoppages, you know, how Oregon State's been able to respond. But it's going to need something else tonight. You know, they have 21 out of the 32 points off their bench as well. Uh, but for UCLA, uh, you know, without Reagan Beers, you know, they really just got to keep attacking. They got to put Lauren Bentz back in. They had her out for a large stretch of that second quarter. She did have two fouls. Um, and I think in a way, you know, Corey Close would have been saving her for that second half. They don't want her to pick up more fouls in that first half. But I'd expect Lauren Betts, you know, pre former number one recruit in the class of 2022 for all of college basketball to establish herself in the second half, as well as, you know, Chris Osmond was getting going. You know, and she leads the team with 13 points, much of that off the free throw line, off those intentional fouls, I should say. But nonetheless, Brad, you know, I would expect some of those plays for UCLA to definitely step up in this second half as well. Yeah, I'm expecting Betts. She's on pace for a double-double this game. Mm -hmm. Already sitting at seven points, six rebounds. She's going to be looking to make that pace. Of course, we're seeing, as we kind of assumed, Charisma Osborne sitting at 13 points. The interesting thing about that statistic, six out of those 13, almost half, have been from the free throw line. Because when, we when we've seen those intentional fouls, when we've seen that technical foul on 
head coach Scott Ruick. She's the one taking those free yep. throws, and she's a very, very dangerous free throw shooter. Shoots almost 900% yeah. from the free throw line, so she's able to drop those one in. She's six for six from that line, but of course, 13 points, three rebounds, also avoiding foul trouble, which we've seen from a couple players already. She's sitting at zero. But yeah, going to be looking for a lot of the height for the Bruins to really keep striking here against the Beavers. Going to be looking towards Haquez, Duga Leach, and of course, we're going to be looking to see Lauren Betts trying to pick up some more points. Definitely going to be have to looking towards Gardner to really step up. I would say Reese, but Reese already sitting at three personals in the first half, so he's got to be weary not to foul out in this one. Of course, I think the defensive part of this basketball game is going to be the toughest one for Oregon State trying to stay on that defensive half for the back half of this game. The offense, I think it's going to click. I think it's going to find its way through, whether that's Parova stepping up, whether that's Marat stepping up, whether that's Hansford putting away more threes. I think that's going to find its footing here in the second half, but I think it is going to really come down to finding a way to adapt the defense to shut down UCLA. Yeah, and I'd have to agree with you on that, Brett. I think Oregon State's offense, even without Reagan Beers, they run a lot of things through her for sure, especially in that high post area. But I think they'll be able to get, they have enough scores. Um, and you've seen them score 91 points on there, even when Reagan Beers doesn't have as much as of an impact. I'm always that presence, of course, I should say. But, you know, Oregon State has held their opponents to, you know, under 34 and half percent all year and against everyone except UCLA. And UCLA right now at 35%. So, but I think if UCLA is able to increase that by any margin, I think it's going to be hard for Oregon State to stay in this game. But if they're able to keep that lower, maybe keep that around that 30%, 35% mark, I think we're really in for a good one tonight, Brad. Especially because, you know, we'll have to look at Oregon State. They'll need to avoid turnovers as well and the boards. As we kind of mentioned, you know, going into this game, but I think with, without Reagan Beers, those offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, everyone gets more and more crucial, especially as the clock winds down. Oregon State will have to avoid turning the ball over. You know, it's been one of their, their problems, one of their small problems, but really one of their only problems all year, um, as they have been, of course, you know, 20 and three on the year. But they'll have to avoid that. If they avoid, you know, if they turn the ball over to Hussle, it'll be too costly, I think, for them to stay in this game. And I think a lot of that falls upon the shoulders of Talia Von Olhoffen and Donovan Hunter leading that Oregon State offense. Yeah, we're gonna be seeing if Oregon State can really clutch up on the shooting sides of things. That was the one main issue last time they played UCLA. Their free throw percentage was decent at around 35 to 40, but missed a lot of shots late. And that was one of the really big things that let that lead slip away in that second half, the last time these two teams played in January. So we'll see if the Beavers are able to clean that up in this appearance. We'll see if they sharpen up, and we'll see if they're gonna be able to find that success again on the offensive side. But again, you're listening to KPBR FM 88.7. We'll be back in about four minutes with the third quarter between Oregon State and UCLA. Don't go anywhere. Have you encountered an issue on campus, but you're not quite sure how to resolve it? Maybe you've been accused of a student conduct violation or have a concern about a grade. The ASOSU Office of Advocacy is here to support students and help you navigate whatever challenges come your way. We work with students from their first term on campus to the final year of a PhD and everything in between. We're located in Student Experience Center 228. Feel free to stop by between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, or check out our website by searching for Office of Advocacy, Oregon State. In everything we do, the Office of Advocacy is here for you. Are you always the loudest one screaming Mr. Brightside at Research Stadium? Have Green Day and Weezer been at the top of your playlist since middle school? 
As a beat reporter covering OSU sports and forever opposer 90s kid, I, DJ Darkstar, have you covered with the latest insights on Oregon State Athletics and the oldest pop-punk jams on my weekly show, Sonic Tonic. Airing Tuesdays at 12 p.m. here on KBVR-FM. You won't want to miss this hour jam-packed with nostalgic tunes and captivating trivia. Get yourself a friend and tune in on 88.7 KBVR-FM. At Oregon State University, we have more than 4,000 graduate students in over 80 different programs of study. And on Inspiration Dissemination, we feature the research and personal stories of one of these students each week. But this is not only a show to highlight graduate student research. It is also a resource for undergraduate students and for the OSU community. Learn about what's going on in the labs of Oregon State instructors. Learn how to be involved in undergraduate research. And gain insights about graduate school from graduate students. Check out our blog at blogs.oregonstate.edu slash inspiration, where you can find out all about our upcoming guests and links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Inspiration Dissemination is on every Sunday at 7 p.m. on 88.7 KBVR Corvallis. Under the fog and beneath the trees, the grad students of OSU's MFA program in creative writing are drafting poems, short stories, lyrical essays, and more. Come hear their original work at the monthly MFA reading series, featuring poetry from Leela Cutter, nonfiction from Emily Podwoyski, and fiction from Elliot Lawrence. 5 p.m. Friday, February 16th. Check out the events page of the School of Writing, Literature, and Film to find out about future readings. All are welcome. See you there. Calling all planet protectors, earth defenders, and environmental guardians. Are you interested in promoting and learning about sustainability at OSU? Do you want to reduce your personal and communal waste? Join the Waste Watcher Sustainability Club, where like-minded students can connect and take action towards waste prevention on and off campus. We host volunteer opportunities, guest speakers, workshops, campus collaborations, and events like repair fairs. Join us Thursdays from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. in SEC 258 or on Zoom. Follow us on Instagram at OSU Waste Watchers or email osuwastewatchers at gmail.com to learn more. Ask questions, reduce your consumption, demand change, and stay sustainable, OSU. Coliseum. You're listening to KBBR FM 88.7. We're about to get going with the second half, the third quarter between the number 11 Oregon State Beavers and the number 9 UCLA Bruins. Yeah. Two highly ranked teams, as you mentioned. And in the latest, you know, we haven't mentioned this quite yet, but in the latest women's uh, college basketball bracket reveal, UCLA was number two seed, Oregon State a number three seed. So this game is huge for both teams, especially because, you know, in women's basketball, those top four seeds all get a game, or at least the first game, assuming they win, they get another one at home in March Madness. So games like this are massive, not just for, you know, maybe to win the Pac-12, as of course Oregon State and UCLA, third and fourth, but Colorado, of course, also lost today at home. Utah with a buzzer beater. Uh, massive win there for Utah, you know, to stay, especially in the range conversation. But back to before, Brad, you know, Oregon State, UCLA, both teams to kind of establish themselves in that top four seed with a victory tonight. And this weekend, as Oregon State will play UCA, USC at home on Sunday. But games like this are massive for not just the Pac-12, but also for March Madness. As you're only a month away, Brad, can you believe it? I mean, yeah, both these teams only have five games left in the regular season after this matchup, of course. Uh, we're going to see UCLA. They're going to head down 
to U of O to finish out their away trip here. And of course, we're gonna see Oregon State host USC back at home Sunday, 7 p.m. That should be another big game. Of course, USC sitting at number 10 with yep. Oregon State right now sitting at number 11. But third quarter set to get back underway. UCLA 34, Oregon State 32, UCLA will start the quarter with possession looking to of course try and extend to a two possession lead immediately going to Lauren Betts she picks up no, two. Su no surprise there first possession just like the first first half as well going right to Lauren Betts establishing herself in the second quarter already with Reagan beers having not yet returned even to the sideline Brad it looks like she went back to the locker room after that injury have not seen her back out on the floor as of yet to Leah Von Olhoffen, stopping her dribble, will go back to beyond the arc. Bounce pass in to Tamia Gardner, looking to find her way through. She's gonna pull up for two, and she draws a shooting foul quick here. That one will be on Duga Leach. So she'll get two attempts from the line, trying to bring Oregon State back within. Tamia Gardner, Lauren Betts going back and forth. Tamia Gardner starting the second half for Reagan Beers. But yeah, she's been strong all night, Brad, leading Oregon State with 10 points, hoping to add on that here. But once again, a solid presence off the bench as she looks to you know, now make her average. She was just shy of 10 points averaging on the year. Hopefully, you know, she can achieve that tonight if she, uh, for Oregon State. Yeah, off the bench, already putting up 16 minutes here in this game, which is you know, the second most just behind Donovan Hunter, who's sitting at 19, but already having to put a lot of time in with beers out, but both free throws put away. And the crowd again ramping up this Beaver defense. Now in close bets, not gonna be able to hold on to this pass. Von Olhoffen comes up with it, and OSU now a chance to respond, trying to tie things up. Dugalich trying to shut down Von Olhoffen in close. Gardner looking for a way through. She's gonna pull up for a fadeaway too. This one's good. Gardner steps up once more, shooting four for six from the field and ties things up for the Beavers. Beautiful take there by Tamia Gardner with the shorter Osborne on her, able to just step back with the floater for the two. But the crowd is not happy here as Oregon State was applying pressure, you know, 2-2-1 two, two, on the press there. Um, and it looks like Donovan Hunter got her hands on the ball, but she's called for the foul um, in the backcourt. And if she had that, Brad, she would have been gone for the easy layup with no one, uh, you know, past her. Yeah, Kiki Rice was taking it through midcourt, got swarmed by Hunter and Von Olhoffen as soon as she crossed. And a foul was called on Von Olhoffen. First team foul of the quarter, and now dangerous pass in. Betts able to gather, and you can see Reese looking the other direction with her hands straight up, and still a shooting foul is called. Yeah, and I think that'll be on Donovan Hunter. Actually, it looks like it was on Von Olhoffen. Caught the arm of Betts while she was going up Von for the two. She, I don't even think she was even in the picture there, uh, but still nonetheless called for the foul. Um, I think they should have had Donovan Hunter there uh, with, the, with the swipe. So that will be called. It'll be, be her third, too. That's a, that's a big call there um, on Von Olhoffen. That was called an and one on that play. And Betts was able to sink the free throw, so UCLA back up three, 39 to 36 in the first two minutes of this third quarter. Gardner looking to drive, loses control for a second. She falls on it, looking to force a jump ball, and jump that ball. will keep possession with the Beavers. 
Yeah, it's Mia Gardner. She's been looked strong already this half, trying to maybe just force things a little bit there. Um, you know, but she's been working on her bread and butter all night long, so we expect her to keep attacking. We just lost the handle there, but Oregon State, you know, luckily she forced, uh, luckily for them, she was able to pounce on that, and Oregon State retains possession. Yeah, looking to see Hunter step up a little bit as well. As she's only sitting at two points on the night. Von Olhoff and drives, gets the right hand over Betts, but not able to let that one fall in. Osborne back down court. Google Leach stops her dribble at the elbow. Rice down low to Betts again. Snaps it right back out to Osborne. Fakes the pass. Gets one off. Duga Leach for two. Finds the bank and puts Bruins at 41. Now a five-point lead. Oregon State need to start chipping away before UCLA too, takes too much control. Yeah, so far looking a little bit like it did in the last game um, at UCLA. We'll see if Oregon State can rebound here. But Duga Leach with a solid bank shot there from that corner. Now foul is going to be called. This one on Jones, her second personal of the night. We're seeing UCLA props to them for doing a very good job distributing their personal mm -hmm. fouls as four of the five players on the court right now for them all have two personal fouls. The only one with none is Osborne, which is exactly one of the players you want to have zero personals moving into the second half. And now Von Olhoffen looking to go to work. She's going to take a three. Quick release makes it go. And Oregon State now back within two. But not an easy shot over the outstretched arms of Lauren Betts. And an immediate response comes through. Rice able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Kelsey Reese. Picks up two more for UCLA trying to keep Oregon State at a two-possession lead, just trying to keep that arm's length. But that was Von Olhoffen's first three of the night. She's shooting one for four from beyond the arc. Now Hunter pulls up for two. This one not going to fall. Gardner comes away with the offensive rebound, trying to hold on to it, getting swarmed, gets the pass out to Marat. But a foul is going to be called before the shot. Looks like that one will be on Rice, her third personal. As we see a substitution, Dukalich will swap out, Sontag back in. We also will see Rice swap out, and Jaquez now in for UCLA. 6.40 left to go here in the third. Oregon State still trying to break down this lead. That was a great effort there by Timia Gardner, the, club the, the crowd loving it, as she's able to get that offensive board. But yeah, Oregon State will have to find a way to chip away at this now four-point lead. Marat in close, Gardner out to Reese. She's going to fire from three. This one off the back iron. Reese does like to occasionally shoot that three. Has 51 attempts on the year, shoots about 370. And now we're going to see a three in the key being called, if I'm not mistaken. And it's going to be a turnover on UCLA and Oregon State going to get a, a bit of a freebie here but still the full press coming through from the Bruins have been working this from the very beginning of the half, have been going at it for four minutes, just trying to force a turnover, and now Betts playing very close to Reese. Reese able to shake her off, takes it past midcourt herself, now looking to reset. Bottomhoffen trying to get her offense working. Able to trade defender. She's going to fire another quick release. Three to Leah Von Olhoffen. Two for two in her last two attempts from beyond the yard. 
pulls up very quickly on both, somehow sinks both, brings Oregon State back within one. UCLA on the response, Betts able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Reese, picks up two more, reinstates a three-point lead for UCLA. Yeah, just too tough of a task to ask Kelsey Reese with three fouls to man up against uh, Lauren Betts on the inside with Leah Von Olhoffen once again from the wing over Lauren Betts, looking to cook again. And now a huge block comes through. That was Haquez able to shut down from the corner is Marat. She picks up another bucket, her first triple of the night. And the Beavers starting to heat up from range as they tie it up with five minutes to go. We're going to see Betts pull up for two. She answers back again, just keeping UCLA in control, keeping that lead here in the third quarter. Oregon State fired up now, taking it down court, starting to see a lot of success from three right now. Oregon State shooting 54% from range. Von Olhoffen looking to shake off Osborne, and that will be a travel, excuse me, no, not a foul call on Osborne as we saw Von Olhoffen try to shake her off, a little bit of an elbow move there, but that will bring us to our media timeout here in the third quarter. UCLA 47, Oregon State back within two at 45. We'll be right back. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Hey Beavers, do you ever feel like not walking to class or work or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR Music Director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Hey Beavers, Oregon Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to KBBR-FM 88.7, about to get the rest of the third quarter underway. Oregon State picking up a lot of speed before that break, but UCLA still able to hold their lead tight. And every time Oregon State edges closer, Brad, just UCLA and Lauren Betts answers right back, able to have you know six straight points there. Um, all nice easy lay-ins as well, you know, uncontested. 
So Oregon State will have to do a better job on defense, maybe double teaming, we'll see, we'll see a little bit of that. Uh, of course, you don't want to leave their shooters open as well, but trying to slow her down. If Oregon State has been a you know, little bit of a team effort here, literally working the ball around, finding the open man. Stevan Olhoffen, you know, ecstatic there. She hit the second three-pointer straight over Lauren Betts. But it's gonna be a good one here, right down to the wire. As usually only up by two here at Gill. And now we have Lily Hansford and Powerova on the floor. Of course, Hansford, that best three-point shooter, is now a great move from Powerova. Not able to let it fall. Had a couple deeks, then a Euro step. Not able to let it drop. Now on the far side, signaling for some movement. UCLA again trying to extend this lead. Good bounce pass, but that's going to be a foul on either Hansford or Powerova. It will be on Hansford. It was Gabriela Jaquez went up just under the rim, able to draw that foul. She's going to get two shots. Yeah, Prova had everything but the finish there uh, on that missed layup. Really one, two, three jab steps and the Euro, as you mentioned. But Jaquez now at the line, of course, the sister of Jaime Jaquez for the Miami Heat, playing really well in his rookie season. Hawkwest sinks the first. Really been an integral part of UCLA's season as well, coming off the bench or starting in the absence of players. But she sinks both of them. And those are her first points of the night, getting UCLA back up to a four-point deficit. Bruins looking to hold on to this one a little bit tighter, but expecting another shot from range for OSU. But no, it's just going to be a long two from the elbow. It was Gardner on the attempt. Not able to let it fall. UCLA coming away with the rebound. Jones, quick drive. She's able to gather another shooting foul. And again, the crowd erupting, not agreeing with a lot of these shooting fouls called by the officials. But two more shots for UCLA. That one will be on Powerova. It was just a little bit too much physicality as she went up. We will see Iwala check back in. Bet's going to get some rest. And again, as soon as we see Betts head to the bench, that's got to be just a moment for OSU to kind of take a deep breath, try and reset without Betts on the floor. It is, and I'd leave Kelsey Reese out for a little bit here as well, um, as Betts, and you know, she has three fouls, as Betts is on the bench. But Jones able to sink both there as UCLA extends, I think it's the longest lead to the night now, to six points. Yeah, been really able to do a lot with these free throws, have gotten 15 points from that free throw line, looking to kind of keep that up through this final half as Hunter gives it over to Von Olhoffen. Gardner creeping up for the screen. The defenders will trade Powerova, looking to go to work against Awala. And it looks like a foul is going to be called on Awala before the drive. So we will see another team foul. That's the fifth for UCLA, and that will give the bonus to Powerova, so she's going to get two shots. Yeah, Powerova once again looking to attack Osborne. Reaching in there, called for the personal foul, her uh, first on the night. But the same action, you know, for Oregon State, trying to attack, you know, Timia Garden, you saw their flare out there on that three-point line, They're trying to find their open shooters to bring this game within reach. Powerova sinks both, bringing Oregon State back within four. As we see Kiki Rice re-enter for UCLA and the crowd not liking seeing Rice back on the floor as she's going to get some more minutes trying to 
lead at point for the Bruins. Oregon State now in a 2-3 zone. Trying to perhaps force a low percentage shot. This one ripped across Osborne, looking for some space. Shot clock winding down. Five seconds, it's gonna be a three from the corner. Sontag puts it away. And the Bruins up at 54 now. That was their third triple of the night. Oregon State immediately looking to respond. Gardner out to Von Olhoff and she fires. This one's good to Leah Von Olhoff. And she cannot miss as of late from a range. She's now three for six. And those three have come out of her last three attempts. UCLA going to be looking to find a way to shut her down. Passing close from Awala. Tries the reverse, not able to make it happen. Gardner comes away with the rebound, able to shake off a defender. Von Olhoffen, some handles through midcourt now, falling down to her knees, able to shake off Osborne, and it will be a foul on Charisma Osborne. Her second personal of the night, and Von Olhoffen going to get a go to the charity strike. Tilly Von Olhoffen, his credit, Brad truly is. Luckily, called for the foul there. He was uh, falling on the ground. Um, I think she tried to get a timeout in it, but Osborne, the reach first. Von Olhoffen is going to get two. It looks like Jones will check in in place of Osborne. But Von Olhoffen going to get two shots here, two chances to bring the comeback even closer. She will put the first one away, of course, to Leah Von Olhoffen again, one of the best free throw shooters on the court right now of both these teams. Shoots 875, almost 900%, excuse me, almost 90% from the free throw line. Second one is up and good. Brings the Beavers back within two. Again, UCLA looking to respond, trying to keep Oregon State at an arm's length. Jones for a deep three from the left side, just skips off the front of the rim. Rebound easily collected by Von Olhoffen. A chance to tie here for Oregon State. A three would put them in the lead. Hunter gonna take the pass now, setting back up from the logo. Von Olhoffen taking the bounce pass right back. Takes the drive, trying to shake off Sontag. She's gonna take a long two. This one not gonna fall. Rice collecting the rebound for UCLA immediately in transition now, in close. They find Betts. She's going to go up with the right and extend the lead again for UCLA. It's too easy for UCLA. You know, Oregon State's running that 3-2 zone. But right now they have Dominika Perova in the center of that 3-2 zone against Lauren Betts. That is points all day for UCLA. Now again, not a lot of height for Oregon State as Hunter shakes off a defender, goes up with the right, finds the bank. Oregon State back within two. Hunter adding more points onto the board. The Bruins again looking to get that two possession. Rice going to fire from three. This one not going to fall. Hunter collecting the rebound, and it's going to be a foul now called on Jaquez. The crowd absolutely loving that, and that's going to be two more shots for Oregon State. Bottom Hunter wisely boxing out the shooter, able to crowd around the ball there. But now we're seeing Sontag step out as well as Jaquez step out for UCLA. Let's see Djokovic back on the floor as well as Osborne 
back in. So Hunter, again, a chance to tie here for the Beavers with 102 left on the clock here in the third quarter. Puts the first one away. Hunter, again, one of those players we wanted to see really find her footing here in this second half. She's sitting at five points now with that free throw. Not going to make it six. Not able to put the second one away. So a one-point gap now as we head into the final minute of this third quarter. UCLA again looking to extend, moving beyond the arc. Jones, Rice, and Osborne now in close. Duca Leach not going to be able to come away with this one. Stolen away. Beavers back the other way in close pass. Looking for Powerova. It's going to be taken away by UCLA. Turning up the pace here. Trying to get one back. Rice drives. Gives the pass over to Betts. She finds two more. And Betts continues to have success in the paint. No one from OSU can shut her down. Yeah, they, they can't. Donald Hunter tried to force that pass a little bit too much on that two and two. But Lauren Betts just left open. Um, even with the defender, coming from behind just shrugs her off and gets the easy, easy deuce. Now... Von Olhoffen stalls a little bit here, trying to make this the final possession of the quarter. Parova looking for a drive, spin move, running out of room. Gardner from the right side for three. This one's good at the buzzer. Samia Gardner adds on three more for Oregon State, tying up here at the end of the third quarter. What a finish there for Oregon State. That will bring us to the fourth and final quarter. 58 to 58 now. You're listening to KVBR FM 88.7. We'll be right back. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, an iced coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic, Chic has, has a place, place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media, at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Hey, Beavers. Did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Welcome back, everyone, to the legendary Gill Coliseum, Oregon State, UCLA, head-to-head -head in this top 15 matchup. Of course, Oregon State number 11, UCLA number 9, all tied up at 58 as we are about to get underway with the fourth and final quarter. 
Yeah, and going back to that last play from Tamiya Gardner, um, you know, big time players make you big time shots, but that was all, you know, excellent shot, of course, but that was all on Lauren Betts, actually. Um, we, we saw Dominika Perova in the lane, in a bit of a pickle, nowhere to go with clock, you know, three seconds left on the clock, and Lauren Betts came to help um, from the weak side, and surely should have just stayed on Tamiya Gardner, who is a, who is a defined shooter this year especially. Um, yeah, she helped, which left her wide open to sink that three. And now we have a tied game. Tied game for number 11, Oregon State, and number 9, UCLA. Two of the best teams in the country going at it here at Gill Coliseum. The packed crowd. Don't expect it to get any less electric here for the fourth quarter. I mean, yeah, you usually don't expect a player like Tamiya Gardner to be such a good three-point shooter. Of course, sitting at six foot three, one of the taller women on the court. But she also shoots about 400 from beyond the arc. So obviously can be very lethal there, but fourth quarter underway, passing close. Osborne running out of room, gets it back out to Jones. She's now looking for a drive, takes two steps, gets it out to Rice, trying to shift past Schuler. takes this one up with the left. A great finish by Kiki Rice to reclaim the lead for UCLA. That was a beautiful finish. She had two players around her, but easily gets that up and under, making it look easy, Kiki Rice. Hunter back on the bench now for OSU. See Kennedy Schuler back in the game now for the Beavers. Gardner looking to do work. Spin move stops in the paint, goes up for two, able to draw the shooting foul. And now it's interesting to see that the free throw count has been even between both these teams with all the intentional fouls and the technical foul that we've seen earlier on from Oregon State but a lot of shooting fouls coming through from the Bruins in this half, in kind of the back back half of that second quarter. And now Gardner, she's gonna get two shots. She puts the first one away to bring Beavers one step closer to taking the lead. Yeah, both teams were 15 out of 18 coming into this shot by Tamiya Gardner. And she's able to sink both rounds. Now 60 to 60. Nine minutes left to go. Of course, the crowd continuing to get loud to try and throw off this UCLA offense. Osborne in close to Dugalich now, moving from beyond the arc. Betts snaps it over to Osborne. She's going to take a three from the right side. This one off the back iron. She immediately picks up her own rebound, will reset Rice. Back to Betts. Over to Osborne again. Snaps it back over to Rice, in close to Betts. Gardner looking for a stop, but no, Betts again. Heads right to the glass, picks up two more. She's sitting at 22 points now for UCLA, leading this team and having a third of their points herself. Yeah, and with Oregon State in a 3-2 zone as well, already giving up size, looking up offensive boards, and on those boards, it leaves players like Lauren Betts open. Of course, she makes it look easy once again. We do, however, see Kelsey Reese back in as well for Oregon State. Powerova, good spin move, finds the finish with the left hand, ties it up again for Oregon State. Powerova now sitting at nine points. She's three for four from the field, three for four from the free throw line. UCLA again in response. Rice takes a wide open three. This one's good. Kiki Rice left open from beyond the arc. No one on her from that range, of course. That's the thing about that zone is you're trying to force those low percentage shots, but if your opponent can sink those low percentage shots, mm -hmm. it just becomes even more dangerous. Yeah, and you're giving up something. You know, Kiki Rice was 0 for 3, so they're leaving her slightly open. 
uh, but just too easy there. She was wide open at the top of the key and sinks the easy three. Shot clock winding down. Parova going to take it upon herself. Looks for another drive. Not going to find a finish. Rebound collected by Rice. Now Jones for three. That one's going to be tipped away by Von Olhoffen and collected by Parova on the other side. Snaps it over to Schuler. Oregon State going to take this one down court. UCLA set to check in a couple substitutions at the next stoppage of play. But again, the Beavers still looking to chip away at this lead, having getting closer and closer. Schuler will take an extra step, try to drive and stop. Too much momentum moving forward. We will see Sontag and Haquez swap back in for the Bruins. Of course, in place of Jones and Dukalic. As we will see, Schuler and Gardner get some extra rest. Hunter and Hansford back on the court. Again, some good shooters from range. We'll see if that looks to be the strategy here from Oregon State. Down by three, 6.45 left on the clock. And Beavers, really their saving grace in this game has been their three-point shooting. They're shooting 60% from range as a team, but the paint without Reagan Beers continues to be dominated by UCLA as they pick up two more. It does, and with two players on the one bets, left Haka is wide open just you know, five feet out from the basket, and she sinks that easy lay-in. The Oregon State will have to find a way to slow this UCLA offense down in the paint, as you mentioned, Brad. Von Olhoffen driving, looking for some space. Snaps this one over to Hunter. She's going to take a three. This one skips off the front of the rim. That was Hunter's first three-point attempt in this matchup. UCLA again looking to respond in the corner. This one being put up, not going to fall. Reese looking to collect the rebound. It's going to be stripped away, taken by Sontag. Wide open three. Look for Osborne, not going to let it fall. Von Olhoffen collecting the rebound for OSU. Again, down 67 to 62. UCLA just looking to hold for the final five and a half minutes. If you Oregon State in over two minutes going right now, they'll have to get something going. Let's we'll see who they turn to here. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get Lily Hansford open for a triple. Definitely possible. Parova looking to go to work against Sontag. She's going to be looking to do it herself. She draws the foul, almost able to find the and one. Just couldn't quite find the bucket. Two team fouls here. It's been a very clean fourth quarter so far. Only two team fouls. Both have been through UCLA. So Beaver's doing well, not finding any fouls so far in this quarter as we see, we will see Gardner check in for Von Olhoffen, trading two very good players, just looking to let Von Olhoffen get some rest as well as we see Dugalich swap back in for UCLA. And I respect to leave Von Olhoffen to be out for just a minute or two here, uh, Brad, but pro, pro back. She's just looking to get a couple of these free throws, not able to find the first. Looking to put away the second, trying to put OSU back within four. As of course, we haven't seen Oregon State put up a field goal in about three minutes of play. They end the scoring drought with that one free throw, but still field goal shooting has gone downhill in the last five minutes. UCLA, of course, looking to take advantage. Looking for a drive, goes up with the right, finds the finish as well. And the Bruins, time and time again, now going to the paint. And OSU cannot find a consistent stop. 
but they've not been able to. And now UCLA extends their lead to six once again. We'll see if Oregon State can answer. Last time they hit back-to-back -back triples to get back in this game. I think that is something we'll have to do once again. Yeah, right now UCLA doubling the amount of points in the paint than OSU. They're sitting at 32 points in the paint. Meanwhile, OSU sitting at 16. Now Parova, she's going to launch a three. This one not falling. Rebound collected by Rice for UCLA. And they're more than willing to kind of slow down the pace here. Four and a half minutes left to go. Have a six-point lead. Just looking to work a little bit more methodically on the offensive side. Find those solid opportunities. Another quick move. A block comes through from Gardner, but it's collected on the other side. Haquez was able to gather it. And now Rice, five seconds on the shot clock, has to drive. And that's going to be a foul on Powerova. And Oregon State back in that man and defense. It's looking up too much in the paint, as you mentioned, Brad. But looks like a late shot clock foul with only four seconds left against Dominique Kaprova. And that will bring us to our final media timeout of the game. OSU 63, UCLA 69. We'll be right back. Tired of the 9 to 5 grind? Looking for a chance to brave the wilderness? The OSU Bird Nerds have you covered. Our weekly campus bird walks are sure to provide the adventure you've been looking for. Join us Mondays at 4.15 outside the Nash Hall Archway to discover the breathtaking birds of the Pacific Northwest. For more information and events, find us on Instagram at OSU Bird Nerds. That was at OSU Bird Nerds. Stay nerdy, stay birdie. Breaking news. Five Pac-12 schools announced departures from the Pac-12 Conference in 2024. Whether you're checking in on sports, serious topics, or shocking events around the Corvallis community, The Daily Barometer is proud to be accessible to readers of all capabilities. If you feel as strongly about this goal as we do, we invite you to lend your voice for our article narration, allowing us to reach a larger demographic and expand our stories to those who wish to hear it. If you are interested in volunteering your voice, please email baro.ed.ast at oregonstate.edu. That was baro.ed.ast at oregonstate.edu. With your help, we can ensure the news remains accessible to all. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. Hey Beavers, do you ever feel like not walking to class, or work, or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! Welcome back, everyone, to KBVR FM 88.7. We have 4.13 left on the clock between the Beavers and the Bruins. Oregon State still trailing by six in these final four minutes, have not put away a field goal in the last four minutes as well. Their offense currently getting shut out. Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to come back in this game without Reagan Beers. They're just giving up too much in the paint, Brad. But yeah, down six, they're going to have to find something, get going here. There's the time winding down in this game. Perhaps hit a couple three-pointers. But they're really just looking for it. 
Yeah, as we mentioned in the pregame and earlier on, Reagan Beers was the main catalyst for scoring the last two times. These are the last time th these teams interacted. She had 20 points in that game with five rebounds and was able to also shut down Lauren Betts to only 10 points. Now Betts sitting at 22 with still four minutes left to go. Rice driving this pass tapped out of bounds by Oregon State, but still four minutes, UCLA, a chance to extend this lead even further, and Oregon State need to find some sort of late success. Five seconds on the shot clock, Rice drives, gives this one over to Duga Lead. She will fire a three, not gonna fall. Off the rim it goes, it's gonna reset the shot clock, and UCLA now just draining time off this clock. They are even with doubles on Lauren Betts, so finding open triples and getting the rebound there as well. Hunter going to collect, sends it back the other way. Need to work very quickly here. Gonna be looking to try and find some more of those threes, which is where Oregon State has had a lot of success this game. Now Lily Hansford in close, looks for the finish with the left hand. Hansford, her first bucket. That's not from three. Brings the Beavers back within four. They need to connect with another stop in close. Haquez gives it back out. Now Rice drives, trying to draw on a defender. Another three being put up by Dugalich. This one's good. And a timeout is immediately going to be called by UCLA as they extend that gap. Seven points now. Oregon State 65, UCLA 72. Three minutes left to go. I have to ask you, Tias, do you think the Beavers can get back into this one? I have to say no, Brad. It's, gonna, it's an uphill, real uphill battle uh, for them. It's going to take heroic efforts from probably Lily Hansford, maybe Tamia Gardner, let's leave on all Hoffman, but they're going to have to take multiple three-pointers in a row, and it's not going to be easy, especially with Dougley make a three-pointer there. But it's, it's just not going to be easy. It's an uphill battle for Oregon State, and it's going to be real tough to come back from, especially with UCLA making baskets every trip down the court, or getting the offense rebound and winding time off the block. Yeah, without Beards, what you've seen, again, as we mentioned, as soon as it happened, the offense taking a big hit for Oregon State, have been leaning on Samia Gardner. She's sitting at 19 points, also sitting at four rebounds and two assists. She's been doing a lot, of course, to Leah Von Olhoven, sitting at 15 points with four rebounds. We've seen Dominika Parova. She's stepped up quite a bit, usually averages about 13, 14 minutes a game. And this game has 22 minutes, putting up 10 points off the bench with four rebounds. Lily Hansford as well. She's shooting 100% right now. <laughs> she's only got eight points. She hasn't gotten a lot of attempts, only three attempts from the yeah. field. But she's shooting 100%, so might be looking to see Oregon State go more towards her, even giving her some of those, you know, really uh, contested shots, even just see if she can put them up, find some success. Because with three minutes left, seven points, you need to find some sort of run. You need to either shut down UCLA or get your offense really kickstarted here late. They are, and the thing about Lily Hansford is that UCLA are aware of her threat. They have been face guarding her. The only reason she was able to get a layup on that last possession is because your Tamir Gardner set an excellent screen able to free up for the layup. Um, and of course they were playing her um, on that three-point line, which is why she was able to find a layup. But I think it's gonna take more than just layups, especially with three minutes in this game, down seven uh, to come back. But you know, we've seen it before, you know, against Colorado, oh, sorry, excuse me. Yeah, Colorado on Sunday. 
Uh, you know, Oregon State was eight of nine on three-pointers in the second quarter. If there's a team in all of college basketball that is able to light it up just like that, turn it on and off, it is, it is Oregon State. They have excellent shooters. You know, they have five people over 37% on the year from three. Um, so you, they're definitely still in this game, Brad, but it, it's, it's not going to be easy, especially against this, you know, number nine ranked UCLA side. I mean, we, we of course, have seen Hansford with two triples, Bunnelhofen with three. Gardner also sitting three for four. So we might be looking to see those numbers pop up even more, but of course, Getting back underway here, final three minutes of the fourth quarter. OSU looking for a late comeback to try and keep that five-game win streak going. Von Olhoffen to Gardner on the inbound pass. We'll get it right back. Again, trying to work quickly. Hansford and Harova on the right side. Hunter taking the handoff, being guarded closely by Jones. Again, need to speed things up here. Can't waste too much time, and a foul is going to be called. It looks like that one is going to be called on, I believe. Haquez, yep. Yeah, it is Haquez. Had a little bit of little bit of movement there and a little bit too much contact. So another team foul for UCLA. Still only sitting at three for this game. Again, they've been doing very well distributing their fouls amongst their team. Usually each player having about two but mm -hmm. still spreading out very well. Now Hunter looking for another drive, looking for some space, stops her dribble, now running out of room, is able to snap this one over to Powerova, gets Betts to jump, now goes up with the left, finds two more, Powerova, another explosive drive, this time past Lauren Betts to pick up two more. Yeah, once again against Lauren Betts, that's what they need to do, they need to attack Lauren Betts, find open triples as well, and when she is out of the key, they're gonna find easy options there. But again, seeing this ball movement, Osborne, Rice, and Jones, just those three players moving it, passing it beyond the yard, keeping it at a safe distance yeah. from Oregon State. Now Osborne, she's going to take a three to try and seal the deal. This one not going to fall in. Barova collects the rebound, gives it back up to Hunter. Less than two minutes to go now. Beavers down by five. Von Olhoffen taking the pass just past half court. Looking to play off that screen, trying to buy herself a little bit of space. Gardner trying to work against Osborne. Betts ready to help out. Parova snaps it over to Hunter. Three from the corner. This one's good. Donovan Hunter puts away her first triple, and suddenly we're at a two-point game. Excellent ball movement there by the Beavers. Able to swing it all the way to Hunter in the corner over Lauren Betts out, reaching arms. And UCLA looking to answer here. Osborne for three, this one no good. Von Olhoffen gets the rebound, and now OSU down by seven, two minutes ago, only down by two, a chance to tie. Von Olhoffen drives, tries to draw the shooting foul, that she will to Leah Von Olhoffen. Gonna get two attempts from the line and a chance to tie this game up. Yeah, I'm not sure there was nothing, there was much there, Brad. It seems like the ref waited until after um, her layup Missed to call that foul, and we see refs kind of doing that sometimes these days. But nonetheless, Von Olhoffen drawing another foul on Osborne and heads back to the free throw line. And now we're going to see Dugalic re-enter for UCLA, getting a little bit of height back into the rotation. Dugalic, of course, standing at six foot four, swapped out. And just like that, Brad, we have a one point potentially tie game and also a high scoring affair. Both teams have been scoring readily in this fourth quarter. 
And we capped off the third as Von Ohlhofen sinks the second one, and we have a tie game, 72-72. Final minute of play here in this game. The crowd on their feet. OSU looking for another stop. UCLA on a two-and-a-half-minute scoring drought. Rice down low. Dugalich looking to make work. This pass tapped away. Betts able to hold on to it. Stripped away by Von Olhoffen. 40 seconds left to go to Leah Von Olhoffen, slowing things down, looking to potentially make this the final controlled possession of the quarter, being guarded now by Osborne. Really slowing things down here. 15 seconds on the shot clock, 25 seconds on the game clock. OSU three for three in their last three field goals. Von Olhoffen looking to drive, snaps it back over to Gardner, trying to hold on to it. That she does. Foul is called on Lauren Betts. Tamia Gardner gonna get two shots from the line and two chances to take the lead with 15 seconds left to go. Unconventional there. Unconventional uh, there by Oregon State. Steve Von Olhoffen winding the shot clock down to maybe a little bit too far with eight seconds left. But Tamia Gardner, even though she lost the ball, Lauren Betts went for the steal, hits the arm, and Tamia Gardner will head to the free throw line with only 60 seconds left in this game. And Oregon State now on a 7-0 run as well. UCLA have not put a bucket away in the last three minutes. First free throw is up and good. The Beavers take the lead here. 73 to 72. Gardner a chance for one more. She's going to put it away. Knocks down Bolson in a high tense situation and a timeout called by the Bruins. Oregon State 74, UCLA 72. 15 and a half seconds left of regulation. We're going to cut to a quick break when we come back those final 15. Are you always the loudest one screaming Mr. Brightside at Research Stadium? Have Green Day and Weezer been at the top of your playlist since middle school? As a beat reporter covering OSU sports and forever opposer 90s kid, I, DJ Darkstar, have you covered with the latest insights on Oregon State Athletics and the oldest pop punk jams on my weekly show, Sonic Tonic. Airing Tuesdays at 12 p.m. here on KBVR-FM. You won't want to miss this hour jam-packed with nostalgic tunes and captivating trivia. Get yourself a friend and tune in on 88.7 KBVR-FM. Welcome back, everyone, to KBVR-FM 88.7. 15.5 seconds left. OSU finding their first lead in a hot minute. UCLA trail by two. The Bruins are going to get possession in the offensive half, and the Beavers are looking for a big stop here. Oregon State back in man-to-man -man defense. Rice gives it over to Betts. It's going to be Dugalich with a chance for three. She knocks it down. Angela Dugalich with a huge triple to reclaim the lead for UCLA. About nine seconds went down off the clock. Oregon State call immediately a timeout. They have 6.6 .6 seconds, down by one. They need to draw something up here to take this one back. They do. Uh, looks like they'll be side out as well. But Oregon State, they've been going back and forth between man-to-man -man and zone in this fourth quarter. Uh, there they went to, of course, a man-to-man -man with only 15 seconds left on the clock. But with the, with the ball screen on Kiki Rice, you know, she's always the threat. Left Dugalich wide open uh, from three, and she's able to sink that one uh, once again. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what Oregon State draw up here. You know, I would expect them 
uh, to get the ball in the hands of Cleavon Olhoffen. I'll let her go to work. Um, on the outside, maybe try and find Hansford or Tamia Gardner as well. Uh, you know, those three have accounted for much of Oregon State's points tonight. You know, Gardner 21, Von Olhoffen 17, and Hansford only with eight, but she is 100%, as you mentioned, on the night. Uh, but we'll see how UCLA defends this as well. Maybe they'll try and force it into other players' hands. Yeah, of course, Von Olhoffen, the veteran junior, always has a bit of that clutch factor at all times. Might be looking to see her get that possession off the inbound pass. We'll have to see. But again, that being a three really elevated UCLA to a one-point lead, keeping them and putting the pressure really on Oregon State. If that was just a long two, it would be a completely different story. It'd be all tied up at 74, and Beavers would have an even more controlled chance to win it. But now they need a bucket. Otherwise, they drop this game, they drop that five-game win streak, and they drop another loss to UCLA this season. They do. And if you UCLA, you have to be careful. Five fouls, you know, Oregon State is in the bonus, you know, in this fourth quarter. Um, any little foul, you know, we've seen so many fouls called tonight on both teams, especially UCLA in this fourth quarter. They need to be careful to avoid that as well. With seven seconds left in a packed Gil Coliseum, we'll see if UCLA is able to quiet this arena or if, you know, these fans on their feet will be able to celebrate a Beaver victory. Only seven seconds left, Brad. You know, it certainly will come down to the wire here. Yeah, there was 10 fouls in the first half for UCLA and nine for Oregon State in that first half. It's, it's cleaned up a little bit in this second half, but either way, buzzer will sound both these teams going to break Oregon State. Just under seven seconds left to try and win this game. UCLA, their defense looking to hold. It will be Von Olhoffen inbounding the pass. We're again seeing Parova and Hunter and a timeout immediately called by UCLA. The fans not appreciating that they one. They don't want to wait, Brad. They do not want to wait. But no surprise, Koi Close, you know, 13th year for UCLA. She knows what she's doing. She sees what Oregon State's lined up in. Uh, you know, we've actually seen what they lined up in before, um, just a couple weeks ago when they were, you know, tied um, or up by only two against Oregon on the road. Um, so we'll see if they establish. Maybe, you know, Scott Roop's playing mind games. He knew that Koi Close was going to call a timeout. Uh, but in all seriousness, I wouldn't expect them to change much and to go to a similar play. You know, probably Scott Rurick's best play, his favorite play. Yeah, might be looking to go towards Paurova. She's been very explosive on those drives. With seven seconds, there's a slight chance she could take an inbound pass, immediately drive into the paint. Hunter, she sank her first triple as well. But it will be again Von Olhoffen. They're going to have the same setup. Paurova and Hunter at that high elbow. Movement from Hansford and Gardner. Inbound pass. Von Olhoffen looking for it, and she doesn't get anything open immediately calling a timeout, a smart move there from Von Olhoff and UCLA guarding very, very closely, not providing any clean openings off that movement. Von Olhoff and immediately noticed, signaled a timeout to the official, looking to really slow things down, set things up, because you only got one shot at this. You do. And Von Olhoffen, you know, the veteran move, calling the timeout there. She had Dominika Parovin, um, you know, open, but she was going away from the basket. Uh, and you think that that's not what Oregon State wants since she was seven seconds left. You know, you want to be going attack right at the basket on this play. You know, you're only down by one. You do not need a three. I would expect them to attack, try and draw a foul, and if that's not open, kick it out. 
Uh, but yeah, Van Ohoppen, we'll see if she can, I think she's trying to maybe find Hunter, get the ball right back. Um, that's why she's inbounding the ball. Um, we'll see if she's able to do that here. Yeah, going to be looking towards, of course, Parova, Hunter, and Gardner trying to find any success in close. Hansford might be able to spring free. She's usually lining up towards the bottom of the paint. Might be seeing a drive out for her towards the arc. But as you mentioned, don't need that three. So again, now a different setup coming through here. And now Hunter mm -hmm. inbounding it for Oregon State again. 6.8 seconds on the clock. Hunter to inbound it. Sees Von Olhoff and gets the pass out to her. Clock winding down. Von Olhoff has a lane. She goes up for two. It's good. Timeout called by UCLA. Talia Von Olhoff takes the inbound pass, finds the drive, and Oregon State take a lead with now two seconds left on the clock. What a play there by Talia Von Olhoff getting the ball right out the inbounds pass. With Sontag on her, with four, she attacks it right to the basket. Nothing Sontag could do. Funnel off it too fast, heading straight to the basket for the two. The weak side too late as they were trying to, you know, watch Tamia Gardner on that weak side, not up anything there. But for UCLA, fortunate, they do have three seconds left. You know, both teams now are UCLA out of timeouts, so that was their last one. They're going to get one shot at this, Brad. Side out, three seconds left at Gill Coliseum. Number nine, UCLA. Or they're going to have one last chance here. A beautiful play drawn up there by head coach Scott Rook. Of course, we saw the first two attempts before those timeouts were called. Von Olhoffen was lining up for the inbound pass. A change on that final attempt, knowing UCLA couldn't call another timeout. Hunter, inbound pass from beyond the arc to Von Olhoffen. She drives, finds that weak side lane, finds the lay in off the glass. A huge bucket. And now 76 to 75 UCLA as you mentioned exactly 2.9 seconds on the clock no timeouts remaining they need to find something here but Oregon State just need to force that low percentage shot force a potential miss but we have to see UCLA they're gonna get one shot and that one shot is gonna decide this game only one shot one opportunity for UCLA. Three seconds on the clock, Brad. You know, I think it's not enough time to go to Lauren Betts. You know, maybe she'll be a last gas option as she has more height if they have to force the ball inbounds. But I respect them to try and get Chrisma Osborne, the veteran, going here uh, with her presence. Maybe Kiki Rice as well. Uh, but or UCLA has no shortage of options to go. They could really go anywhere. And UCLA, sorry, excuse me, Oregon State has to be careful here to stay in front of, especially not foul um, as well. Yeah, foul could also mean this game, especially on a quick shot. It would give UCLA two attempts from the free throw line to try and take this game. But both these teams breaking one point, separating these two teams. The crowd on their feet. Kiki Rice to inbound it for UCLA. The Bruins looking for one play. Jones trying to get open. They give it over to Betts. She takes the two. It drops and UCLA put that bucket away. Lauren Betts, along to a timeout, was called in time. There is .1 seconds on the clock, but Lauren Betts, ice in her veins, clutches up, took a long two from the elbow off the inbound pass, and she drained it. Wow. And once again, you have to wonder what, you know, Reagan Beers, you know, not in this game. 
But Lauren Betts, big, absolutely big time shot. They had no options. They had nobody open. Like I said, they threw it into Lauren Betts, turned around with that added height, and just able to sink the jumper. Well, something to look at, Brad. Crazy coincidence here. UCLA, 77. Beavers, 76. Have we seen that today? Utah beat Colorado, 77-276 with a buzzer beater. So very similar circumstances here. But Oregon State, they added a second on the clock. So there'll be 1.1 seconds left. Oregon State, side out, does have an opportunity here for a, for a miracle. A miracle is the perfect <laughs> word to describe it here at TS. 1.1 second. We'll see if Oregon State are going to be able to put it away. Of course, the last opportunity they had, they had seven seconds. Of course, Von Olhoffen able to find the drive, find the lay-in off the glass. And they're not going to be able to do that. They're going to need to find a turn and shoot. And we'll see who they go to on this play. Might be looking towards Von Olhoffen again. But again, UCLA, they're going to be expecting that. So Leah Von Olhoffen, she's got the clutch factor. So the Bruins going to be looking to shut her out. It's going to be Hunter inbounding again. Hansford and Von Olhoffen setting up from the arc. We're seeing Sontag guarding Hunter on the inbound pass. Oregon State have one chance here. Hunter looking for an opening, not going to find one. Calls the final timeout for Oregon State. They're going to get one last chance. No timeouts remaining. One point gap, one second left. It all comes down to this final play. Immediately players gathering around. Scott Ruick looking for that one final. He made a beautiful play call on that last shot that they were able to put away with Von Olhoff, and we'll see if he can do it again. We will, and we'll see what he, what he goes to. You know, there, they were 100% trying to get Lily Hansford. One, one second on the clock, your best, your quickest shooter as well, trying to get her off a screen from Talia Von Olhoff, and twice, in fact, but they weren't able to connect. UCLA is aware of her presence. We'll have to see what he draws up, but it's going to have to be something different um, here with only one second. Out of timeouts, there's no lead room here now if you're Oregon State. Now buzzer will sound. Timeout is officially over. Both teams breaking for the final play of the game. Still seeing same five out, but now it's going to be Hansford tossing this one inbounds. We're seeing Hunter now on the floor. A lot of movement being set up. Hunter trying to get open, signaling for some movement. Both these players trying to shake up. Von Olhoffen takes it. She's going to shoot the three for the game winner. Oh! 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 Von Olhoffen sinks the three. The game winner for Oregon State. The number 11 Oregon State Beavers take it over the number nine UCLA Bruins. Talia Von Olhoffen, the buzzer beater to shut it down for Oregon State. What a victory. Wow, Talia Von Olhoffen. If UCLA, that's not what you want to give up. A three for Talia Von Olhoffen somehow finds a way to create space, is able to sink the three-pointer from deep over UCLA there. And right now, the officials are looking it over. They are making sure that this three was good, that she got the shot off. Looks like they're discussing, does it stand? And it will stand officially. Oregon State take it 79-77. Hansford inbound, 
they got Von Ohlhoven open ice in her veins, sinks a massive three, the game winner for Oregon State. And over the outstretched hand of Kiki Rice as well. There was no room for error there. Von Ohlhoven somehow sinks that for the swish as well, making it look easy for Oregon State as they pull off the upset against number nine UCLA. Somehow, some way, they find a way to win here at Gill Coliseum against a high quality opponent in UCLA without Reagan Beards. Both teams twice thought they had won the game. UCLA, after they sank that, took the lead. They thought it was over. Talibon Ohlhoffen with the layup. Then Lauren Benz answers right back. She's celebrating, thinking it's over. And somehow, with the second left, Talibon Ohlhoffen sinks that three-pointer just back and forth. Incredible action here at Gill Coliseum. I mean, who else but Talia Von Olhoffen now back-to-back -back top 10 wins for OSU. Took down Colorado last Sunday in Boulder and now come back home to face UCLA, pick up a 79-77 to win. Back-to-back -back top 10 wins, back-to-back -back upset wins. This team absolutely electric and they stay undefeated at home. They are 15-0 here in the legendary Gill Coliseum, and you can see why the crowd absolutely loving them here in Corvallis. Crowd packed more than I've ever seen before in many years for this Oregon State team. Cleavon Holhoffen pops up onto the scoreboards table, doing a little impression of Dwayne Wade uh, there, maybe even Patrick Beverly, you would like to say, Brad. Uh, but just a big three for Oregon State. For UCLA, this won't harm them too much in the rankings, um, you know, except for the Pac-12 standings, as now, you know, catch up to Stanford is not an easy pass. And now Oregon State draw within one game of Stanford. You know, if they're able to win that game against USC, they will go, um, you know, at home against Stanford, looking to win the Pac-12 in-season standings, in-season title. Um, but just an excellent game here between both two incredible sides, two great in college basketball. Yeah, in the Pac-12 settings, we are going to see Oregon State overtake Colorado with that win. Now second in the Pac-12. I mean, 11 in the power rankings, sure to move up after a win like this once again. You're listening to KBVR FM 88.7. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back in a little bit with our post-game show. Don't go anywhere. Have you encountered an issue on campus, but you're not quite sure how to resolve it? Maybe you've been accused of a student conduct violation or have a concern about a grade. The ASOSU Office of Advocacy is here to support students and help you navigate whatever challenges come your way. We work with students from their first term on campus to the final year of a PhD and everything in between. We're located in Student Experience Center 228. Feel free to stop by between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, or check out our website by searching for Office of Advocacy, Oregon State. In everything we do, the Office of Advocacy is here for you. 欢迎来听KBVR 
calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Hey Beavers, Oregon Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. Welcome back once again, everyone. We just witnessed the number 11 Oregon State Beavers take down the number nine UCLA Bruins, 79 to 77. Talia Von Olhoffen fired the buzzer beating three pointer to seal this one up for the Beavers. Again, now on a six game win streak, back to back top 10 wins over Colorado. Now UCLA, they're 15 and 0, undefeated at home. What more can you ask from this team? <laughs> There's not much more, Brad, other than, you know, they're 11th in the ranking. I, I don't, I'd expect them to climb up to close to the top five now. You know, Colorado lost as well. UCLA just lost. I will jump ahead of both those teams, especially if they pick up that victory against USC. Wild finish here. Go act, go Coliseum. The second time for Oregon State, you know, fans this year against the number nine ranked team in the country with a buzzer beater. You know, both times three pointers. Claiming those from those spots. Yeah, and the crowd erupting once again to Leavon Olaf and just finished up an interview down on the floor. Clearly emotional after that game winner. Such an incredible ending to this matchup. We, I mean, there were ups and downs. There, there was technical fouls. There was a lot of mistakes, but regardless, the back and forth pursued. We saw UCLA thought they sealed the deal. Lauren Betts fired a long two to take the lead with almost no time remaining, but with 1.1 seconds on the clock to Leah Von Olhoven responded in the biggest way possible. Yeah, and, and she's very emotional, you can see down there. Uh, you know, giving out tears of joy there, especially with the uh, broadcasters down, um, you know, on the court. But just big time shot, you know, Oregon State looking to get a home victory now for March Madness. I think this, this victory could play a role in that as well. But give props to UCLA, of course, as well. Um, you know, Lauren Betts was huge tonight. Yes, there was no Reagan beers. You know, she had 24 points on the night, you know, keeping UCLA up whenever they needed to be till that very end, hitting that, what you thought was a game-winning shot. Incredible, uh, you know, incredible sink there by Lauren Betts. But other players as well on UCLA, you know, they had four starters in double figures. Jordan's also had nine. Um, so an overall well-rounded effort from UCLA, but Oregon State tonight showed what winning teams, what winning teams do, Brad. They, they pulled out the victory, you know, in heated circumstances, technical fouls, as you mentioned, Reagan Beers not playing, you know, starting slowly as well. Um, but both, both teams picked it up near the end at Oregon State. You know, they, they made the shots that counted at the end. They went on that 7-0 run to bring it even. 
before you know winning on that final 4-2 run, um, or 5-2 run, I should say. Uh, but just an absolute dominant performance um, at the end by Oregon State. Not throughout the game, you know, it was really back and forth. But just crazy scenes here at Guild Coliseum, Brad. What can we say? I mean, they were down by seven with three mm -hmm. minutes left, and we agreed it didn't look like there was any way Oregon State mm -hmm. was getting back into this game. They immediately proved us wrong with another victory here. I mean, they do say the best teams find a way. That is exactly what the Beavers did here tonight, of course, to leave on and She finishes with 22 points, five rebounds, two assists, of course, looking towards Dominika Parova. She also stepped up big time. She had 12 points, five rebounds. Tamia Gardner, another one of those players to look at. 21 points, four rebounds. I mean, she shot extremely efficiency. Five for eight from the field, three for four from the on the arc, eight for eight from free throws. But I mean, that three-point shooting had to be the biggest outstanding factor here for the Beavers as a team shot 58%, 11 for 19. And I gotta say, the majority of those had to be in that second half when they had to clutch up. And UCLA, their defense did an incredible job, forced a lot of droughts out of the Beavers, really locked them out of the paint, especially with that Reagan Beers injury. A lot of the attack from the paint went away. In Oregon State, they adapted. They shifted, they started knocking down those threes. They started getting hot to Leah Von Olhoff. And in her last four three-point attempts, she sunk all four, including the game winner. I mean, incredible stuff to end that game for Oregon State. Yeah, it was. I mean, the end of the game on a 14-5 run, but the 14 points were in three minutes. You know, you asked me, Brad, do I think Oregon State have a chance to win this game? And I said, I don't think so, uh, unless they make all of their three-pointers. And at the end of the game, well, that's straight up what they did. That is what they did. You know, they had Tamia Gardner, Little Hands for those players coming in, Dominique Prova, stepping up in big-time moments throughout the game. But at the end, no one else to talk about but Talia von Olhoffen, the veteran, you know, the captain of this team. She was huge um, at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, but just absolute, uh, you know, scenes there at the end. Somehow Oregon State able to pull out the victory. You know, you said we'll look back on this one and say, you know, how do we let that slip away, especially without Reagan Beers. Um, but definitely a lot to learn from as well. But, you know, for both sides too. You know, we'll see if Reagan Beers has an extended uh, time out and Oregon State will have to, you know, deal and adapt, as you mentioned, to that. But UCLA also plenty to learn from, um, you know, at the end as well. But just Oregon State, when they catch fire, there, there's not much you can do. And we said that, one of the best teams in the nation. And against a strong UCLA defense, they were pretty strong all game today, especially in that first, the first half. But Oregon State, they caught fire. There was no turning back at the end there. And, and they were able to pull out the victory tonight. Yeah, UCLA going to go on to play on Sunday down in Eugene, trying to take a win off the Ducks. Meanwhile, Oregon State come right back here to Gill Coliseum on Sunday to face off against the USC Trojans, currently ranked number 10, trying to get two big victories over two top 10 straight, trying to make it back to back to back top 10 victories. We'll see if they're able to do it once again. That's on this Sunday, 7 p.m. Again, 
Final score, Oregon State 79, UCLA 77. I've been Brad Woodman. Alongside me is T.S. Carney in the booth. Much thanks to Lucy. You've been listening to KBBR-FM 88.7. We'll see you next time.